now starts the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show, featuring Dan Harsha and Dan Allman. This week's show, we're highlighting the latest in music, life, and we culture. different eyes. Yo, 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 this is Dan Harsha, and this is the Guitar Gurus, and with me always is... Dan Alban here. How you doing tonight, bud? I'm happy to be here as always. It's exciting every week to do this, man. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Um, This past week, it's been a bunch of things going on since we taped last. Yeah. Um, We'll talk about it and document it, but overall, man, I'm getting over an injury I had over the weekend, but... Yeah. Man, I'll see what happens tomorrow. <laughs> well, you're 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 sucking it up, man. You're you're being the trooper this week. Yeah, the weekend was no fun. But last week, after we taped um, Wednesday night, Island Music had a guitar clinic, and Dave Weiner was there. What an awesome guitar guy. Yeah. Um, went there, watched the whole clinic. Got there a little early. Got him see him warming up. It was cool, man. Came home, man, immediately signed up for his website. I was like, cool, man. All right, dude. And the Jam Jack jukebox is worth the price of admission. Wow. Because he's got all these jam tracks on there, and you can just, just hang out and jam with them. So go, awesome, check, go check it out. Island Music, man, brought that guy down for a clinic. They really do some great clinics and over there. So I just wanted to start off stoked out for that because over the weekend dealing with what I was dealing, all I did was play guitar. So it was one of those deals. Well, at least you were able to do that. Yeah, and so and just did my thing, man. Yeah. So shout out to them for having the guitar clinic. So it was oh, cool, yeah. man. So got to do something different there. <laughs> uh, the last week's show, we'll talk about that real quick. Okay. Dude, what, what was up with that, man? Nah. <laughs> we, had, we had some fun last week. <laughs> did we, dude? Mark Martinez, M Squared Custom Drums. Awesome. We talked drums finally on the Guitar Guru Show. Yeah. And what and better way? Southern Maryland's own custom drummer shop. I man. know. And it was a hit. That episode was an absolute success. Right. And Mark Mark messaged us and said, thanks for having him on. It was fun. And we loved having him on, man. Oh, yeah. Dude, his, his part came across great. Yep. Sounded awesome. And nothing but great success to those guys oh yeah i mean they're strictly professional man i mean professional and it's right here in our own backyard right and i heard the drummer in your band's checking them out for something yeah there's something going on there i won't disclose that right now but that's kind of exciting i saw the post on facebook so i'm bringing up what i saw it's it's what it's what this show allows to happen uh connections you know everybody you know we make connections with each other through uh through this medium and it's it's exciting so I'm excited to see how this pans out, but it it really is kind of neat what's, what what could happen. <laughs> I'm geeked up for it, man, <laughs> because if you get a good snare drum, dude, the shit's on. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying, man. I know. So it's, uh, it was awesome having him on, learning about the company and putting it all together. So now it's full circle, custom drums, Southern Maryland, M squared. If you're a drummer in the area, Save your ducats, get them in order, and just go get yourself one kit from him, and that's all you'll ever need again in your life. Yep. And go check them out, man. Good guy, man. Good guy, great company, man. So shout out to them. We'll talk to them next time. And then we had the Mitch came back, man. (laughs) Mitch came back. And what an awesome interview he gave us, man. That was a lot of fun. Get him talking, man, and it just keeps going, man. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) definitely. 
Oh, so we talked to him. Uh, it was good to catch up on him. I mean, he's just playing show after show after show. Yeah. He's, he's just mitching it up, man. That's it. I mean, nothing <laughs> has changed with his work ethic. It's still there. You know, he's got just some different stories to tell now, but it, it he just doesn't slow down. Nope, not at all, man. Now he's a strat guy. That was kind of crazy. Yeah, so. Good for him. Yeah, about time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Mitch came on, told us up, up in his world. We and we talked to him, and it was awesome, man. So shout out to the Mitch. Yeah. Okay. Before we set up this week's show, I'm gonna bring up one more thing, and that's Rocktoberfest 2019. <laughs> okay. That's so right. We officially announced the set list. Way back in what was it, August, end of August, something like that, September. Yep, yeah, we, we had the exclusive release for that. We thank them for that. Yeah, we're going to be setting up shop there for today. Um, still determined when we're going to we'll be recording during the day, but we're not recording eight hours straight. No, <laughs> yeah, hell no. <laughs> but but we'll be there. We're going to be interviewing the bands that are playing. Hopefully, we'll yeah. we'll see how it goes. But we're going to have merch there, shirts, cups. We'll have business cards for everybody. Yeah, stop on by. Check us out, say hi, and we'll see what happens. But yeah, come by and come by and see us. We would love to see you. Come so, by and bring your boy a beer. You know what I mean? <laughs> he, yeah. He might be stuck to the chair. He might need a beer. Right. But we can't wait to see everybody there. And like like Dan said, we're gonna have we're actually gonna have merch, and we would love to support um, if you guys would buy some merch. It'll be the first time we've ever made money. Yeah, why not? We'll need some more computer stuff. Eventually. Yeah, but we're just putting it right back into the show to keep bringing you quality content on a weekly basis. Right, but we'll have plenty of shirts, some really cool cups, and some other things. Yep. And stop on by, man. Hang out. But um, before we get on to this week's show, I want to talk about the set, the bands that are playing yeah. in, the, in the set times. So you want to check it out, or you want me to talk about it? You, you, you know what? I want you to do oh, this. Oh, hold on, dude. You know what I need to do before I talk real quick? I got to do this. Yeah. I think you got to do it too, right? Oh, absolutely. A little thirsty. Roll thirsty. A little bit, a little bit. Ah, the double pop. Yeah, we're popping ollies in here. Now it's on. Nah, we're ready to get to work. Mm. I, I can hear other ones popping throughout the counties <laughs> yeah. right now. We're detecting it on our detector. Yeah, <laughs> we love all you for that. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Enjoy a refreshment. Okay. So they got three stages this year at Rocktoberfest. They got Stage A, Stage B, and Stage C. Stage A is the North Stage. The following bands are playing on the North Stage. To start off today at 11.45 a.m., the North Point High School Jazz Band. They're going to take to the stage first, get it primed for everybody. There you go. Get all the high schoolers there, checking it out. So they're going to hang out for the other bands. Right. So, so that's good always to have the, the high school jazz band first, and they're pretty good. Yeah, they're good. High school jazz bands are good because they, they know what's up. So yep, definitely check them out. So after that, you got the Water's Edge. They're going to come on at 1 o'clock. Okay? Nice. On stage A. Yep. They're going to play for 45 minutes, and then Taboo will come on stage A at 2.30. Okay? Because the way it works is all the different stages have different times, and it all interlocks. Yeah, they alternate. Time. That, yeah, back. So right. It's constant entertainment. Right. And... The graphic will we'll put up the gra- I'll put this graphic up in the video so people can see what I'm saying. So taboo will be on at two thirty to three fifteen. Then the God Take Texas come on at four o'clock to four forty five. Then flipping eyelids is at five thirty to six fifteen. 
three days of rain, Carly and the gang. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're at 7 p.m. to 7.45 on Stage A. And then on Stage A, grand finale at 8.30 p.m. is lit. That's the headliner. That's, That's the headliner. The- That's Stage A. So take note to that. A lot of great bands on Stage A, man. Absolutely. That's awesome, man. So. This is insane how many bands are here. This is really cool. So this is the first time they've ever had a third stage. Right. That's how big it's getting. Right. And I'm talking, so I got more to, to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> so stage B, South Stage. So all these times are going to be a little different. So check it out. To start off on the South Stage, you're going to have the La, Plata, the La Plata High School marching band at 1130 to 1145. So they're going to be marching down there, right. getting it set up to get the jazz band on stage A going. Yeah. So that's awesome. So you have two sets of high schoolers and all their people there checking out those bands. So they're going to be, it's going to be a nice little turnout, man. It kinda, will. Kind of yes, cool. Kind of cool. So after the La Plata High School marching band, Vinny and the boys jump on the stage at 12.15. So as soon as North Point Jazz Band's finished on stage A, Outside the Wire is going to jump on stage at 12.15 at the Stage B South Stage. So Vinny and the boys are there, man. Tom yeah. Mays. Tom Mays and RJ. RJ. And an exclusive. The Dynamo's Rhythm Section will be sitting in for Outside the Wire. Oh, snap. So me and Britt Robbins will be on stage for Outside the Wire. Nice. So, wow, that's kind of cool, man. That's very cool. Wow, awesome, man. We'll talk about that. Yeah. So, cool. So, that's at 1215 to 1 o'clock. Then the band The Urge comes on at 145. So Water's Edge is going off stage A. The Urge is coming on stage B. Right. Okay. That's what how it's set up. Then after that, you got a band called Pretty Mean. They're going to come on at 315. So that ties into Taboo finishing at stage A. Yeah. Then, the, then Pretty Mean comes on, at sta- on the stage B at 315. Okay, so keep with me here. It's kind of complicated, but it makes sense. <laughs> you can see the graphic. You see how it, it right. works. Yeah. It, but it's awesome how this works. Yeah. You time it right. So you it's can see great. everybody. All right. So at 445, spoiler alert comes on stage B. So that ties into the God's Hate Texas finishing on stage A. Yeah, that's comes, a great double shot right yeah, there. Yeah, right there. Spoiler alert, 445. Yeah. All right. Then the band Pork Donut comes on at 615. Mm-hmm. That ties into flipping eyelids, finishing off on stage A. Yep. Then you can chuck pork donut down at stage B. All right, you following me? Oh, I'm, I've, I follow. All right, cool. I'm just making sure. <laughs> I follow. I follow. All right. And then our good buddy Aaron and Sean Kirkpatrick in the book in the gang trilogy. They're gonna play at 7:45. So when Carly in Three Days of Rain finishes on stage A at 7:45, trilogy takes stage at, take, takes on stage B. For 7.45 to 8.30. Mm-hmm. All right. So right. Trilogy is right there. Then comes Lit at 8.30 p.m. on Stage A. The head, headliner Lit. It's How cool is that? Stop. All right. Very cool. Let's talk about the third stage. Yeah. Stage C. The lawn stage, as it's they're a, calling it. It's a different timing. Right. Well, this is where some choices have to be made. <laughs> the talent down here is so deep. This is where people might want to have to check a half a set out of this band to check a half a, half a set out of that band. So there's going to be some choices made for stage C. But there's an awesome stuff up here. So check it out. At 1 o'clock to 145, Driving Muzzy Acoustic, the acoustic version of Driving Muzzy is going to be opening up stage C. Yeah, that's At great. 1 o'clock. Okay? 
Then at 2 o'clock on stage C, you got Mike Mead and the Eric Wolf duo. Nice. They're going to come on and do 45 minutes. So that'll take it. Then at 3 o'clock, you'll have Off the Grid. They're going to do their thing. Yep. Then at 4 o'clock, it's David and the Dynamos, your band. That's right. Okay, so you're going to be there. I'll be there. Perfect. And then the last band on stage C at 5 p.m. is Red Skies Morning. That's Bob Moore. That's a guest tonight. So I'll get to that in a minute. That's cool. So that, that's your lineup for Rocktoberfest this year. How awesome is that, man? I just wanted to, even though it's on the screen, I wanted to yeah. say everybody's name, man. And they I'm, deserve that. Yeah, they do, and I'm glad you did that. They right. do deserve that. Every band on here deserves that. They worked hard to get on this list. They did. So my props to all these local bands, man. Yeah. And that's just another way of saying thank you to the, everybody in the community for tuning into our show exactly we're here for these bands and we're here for the everyday musician out there in southern maryland that just wants to have an outlet of right. what we do and that's what we're doing yep it is what community is all about that day so dude that's a hell of a lineup for a local festival arranged by the music store in town isn't it and you got to give your hats off to island music do. putting this on every year because that's no easy thing to do man no that's a logistical uh chess game right there man <laughs> dude of mass proportions yeah so you know like i say every week when i do the video on on thursdays i always say there's there's a lot of great shows and it's hard to get out and pick more than one or it's hard to show up to all these you don't even have to do that with this all you have to do is show up there that day and it's all right there yeah and my band sage we played there last year and all i gotta say is i had a fantastic time yeah um, they do it right. Um, unfortunately, we didn't have our stuff together in time this year to get on. Maybe next year. We'll have to see how it goes. Right. But I'm there doing the show with the show this year, so I'm still there. Yep. Oh, yeah, you're still there. <laughs> I'm still there, so, so. it's going to be a great time. Rocktoberfest, October 5th, 2019, the Blade of Maryland, LaGrange Avenue, right there where the Island Music Company is. Yep. Awesome. Is it LaGrange there? That it is. Yeah. That's, okay. The LaGrange is the, the road they're shutting down. That's right. And it, it supports the local, you know, the local school music programs, which to me is so important. And that's the beauty of this event. It right. really is. That's because right. without supplying the kids with the outlet to, to play music, you're denying them the, of becoming what we have done over our lives. And, you know. Dude, and... It's not always about playing guitar sometimes. No. Okay. When I was the manager up in Waldorf at the, the local guitar shop, I got to see the kids come and get their first clarinet, flute, right. saxophone. Right. And that meant the world to them. It does. So, and that just gets them into playing music. They'll find a guitar eventually. Yeah. But it all starts with the band and orchestra stuff first. It absolutely does. Pianos, all that kind of stuff. So we gotta every great guitar every great guitar player I've ever met knows how to play some of those. Absolutely. So they do. So everybody man, you know, sometimes you might just want to go learn how to play something. Yeah. Little known fact, uh, in high school I actually played trombone and tuba. You know, and I was I played a lot of the brass instruments and keeping the bass with that stuff. I loved it. I was keeping the bass with those things. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, I I was band president. Dude, geek alert. Dude, I think I want to get into a band maybe one day that has some of those elements into it. Not yeah. like a ska band, but like no. a real like something different. Just do like a Southern Maryland mix. Right. You know how awesome that would be? You know, like when back in the day we did that symphony song, we did the um 
the, the mandolin, the electric mandolin solo. <laughs> that was kind of cool. But, Isn't it cool? Yeah, but like I was like full on. Give me a horn section, mm-hmm. a string section, and like not like a Metallica thing, but like something totally right music together, like exactly. an original band. Yeah, I don't know. You can always dream. Dude, <laughs> let me set up this week's show. All it's right. going to be awesome. We've been rambling. We're late already. It's awesome. That's this great. Is, this is fantastic. It's episode 44, man. 44. Rigo's number. That's what I was thinking today. <laughs> yeah! yeah! We're on the same way. I was like, man, we're, we're Rigoing up. Oh, right. Rigo's number. Yeah. That's right. So it's episode 44, Rigo's. <laughs> Something like that. It'll be up there. So cool, dude. We're going to have David Higgins on from the Southern Maryland Chronicle for Higgy on the Beat. That's right. Coming up on the Ollie's Bar and Grill soundstage phone system. They'll be cranking. Then we're going to do the Spoons Meal Review. Talk about our meal this week and how Spoons is doing, and everybody get out there and check them out. Yep. Then we'll get the Ollie's Barn Grill Soundstage Phone System cranking again and get Sean Kirkpatrick on for Sean in 60 Seconds. He's got some great stuff this week. I was talking to him on Messenger earlier. It's going to be a fantastic night with him. Beautiful. Dude, standard show's looking beautiful. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, for featured guests this week, we're keeping with the Rocktoberfest theme. We're going to have bands on the next week and this week, all Rocktoberfest stuff. So, that's what's cool. So, first up tonight is Bob Moore, Red Skies Morning. We're going to talk to him and find out about his band, what kind of sound they are, because I'm interested in them, and they're playing Rocktoberfest, and we'll see what's up in his world, man. So, it's totally new guest tonight. We're going to yep. learn about him and see what's up, man. All so, right. it's awesome. Then after that, we're going to do the Two for Tuesday shout-outs and the Island Music Guitar of the Week. Beautiful. The Guitar of the Week this week. Yeah. That ESP, dude. You saw ESP I, like the post. Yeah. What? <laughs> wow. Dude, I don't. I know I'm no. I'm no Jack Nutter photographer. I'm not none of any of these people. I come here and take the best pictures I possible in in my little area that I have. <laughs> to have the guitar company like my photos about the guitar means everything. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. ESP liked it. That's cool. That's so. very cool. And how cool is it, dude? Island got those early. Yeah. Not even the big big boys have those guitars yet. So if you want something unique, go down there and check it out. Mm-hmm. We'll get to it later in the show, but that guitar is awesome. Yeah. That's all you need to know. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. All right. So we'll do that. And then to finish up the show tonight, man, pretty cool pull. Pretty cool pull. Yeah. We got Dave Barbie and Catherine Gray from the God's Hate Texas on the double call. Double call. Yeah. Yeah, we like the we like those. So, so we're going to talk to them about what's going on in their world. They got some new music coming out eventually. I they know do. they're working on it. It's the, it's a process. I'm not take your time. Yeah, make they're it right. they're working on it. I get I get little updates here and there from uh, certain folks. Uh, privy to I'm, such, dude. I'm re- I told him as soon as it's ready, let's play it. Yeah, we're, I wanted to play it tonight, but Zavi, it's not ready yet. But that's fine. That's fine. Whenever it's ready, we're coming. We're doing it. Yep. So no. that's cool. We're gonna talk to them and see what's happening. What? No, I'm just saying. I, you know, I'm good. I'm good. I was just gonna say, of course, Dave Barbie has been on before, but this will be our first time with with Catherine on here. This, right. this is gonna be great. Yeah, we can talk to them, see what's happening, and yeah. um, I just saw them play when you guys played the other week. So yeah, we did a show together that. last yeah, last week. I just want to know how they made it through that the second show. So I'm definitely going to ask that question. Yeah, that. how 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 physically, you know, because playing right. two shows is hard. Yeah, you just did it too recently. Yeah, and two different counties. Right, you know what I mean? It's, that was tough. And those were late later shows. They weren't early shows. Right. So it's hard, but you know, everybody, a lot of people do it. 
just you, you can't get old or else you can't do it anymore. Cool, dude. Well, let's blast this episode <laughs> off for Rigo. Let's just, just, just hit the pocket and go, man. Yeah. Um, I'm going to get the phone cranking. We'll get Ollie's Bar and Grill. Get it going, dude, and get Higgy on for Higgy on the Beat. Oh, yeah, it's Higgy on the Beat. Coming to you from the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show. This is Higgy. What's jamming? Hey, Higgy. It's Dan. What's going on, buddy? Not much, man. Wow, dude. What a week it's been, man. <laughs> Yes, it has been. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a crazy week, dude. How, how are you doing, dude? I'm here. I'm tired tonight. I just got back from soccer practice with the kids. Uh, yeah, well, how did that go? All right? Uh, wonderful time. Love working with them. Awesome, dude. Awesome. Well, dude, let's jump into it. Let's get it going on. What's What's been happening in Southern Maryland, man? Set us up for this weekend. How you doing, Mr. Harsha? Uh, <laughs> I'm Harsha. What's up? No. <laughs> I mean, Mr. Alvin. I know you're tired, buddy, so it's all good, man. (laughs) I'm I'm well, buddy. I'm well. (laughs) That's good. That's good. All right. Good evening, Southern Maryland. I'm Dave Higgins for Higgy on the Beat, coming to you from outside of the Southern Maryland Chronicle newsroom because it's a beautiful night and I want it to be outside. Nice. Your weather this weekend on the first full weekend of false fall is going to be in the mid-90s. So let's get started with your 10-ounce 12-pack sampler of what's on tap this weekend in Southern Maryland. On Friday, 7 p.m. at the Tiki Bar in Solomon's, you've got Under the Covers. 7 p.m. at Vera's Beach Club in Lusby, you've got Tracy Allen. Gridiron Grill in Callaway, you've got Jay Shade Unplugged at 7 p.m. And at Toots Bar in Hollywood, you've got Taboo at 8 p.m. On Saturday, the Bar Crawl in Leonardtown, Maryland, playing at the front porch at 2 p.m. is Kayla and Johnny. Over at the Rex for the Bar Crawl, Greg Barrick will be at 3 p.m. At 5 p.m., you have Latrice Carr playing at the Port of Leonardtown Winery. And at 9 p.m., Last Drop Country Bar in Hollywood, you have David and the Dynamos. On Sunday, 1 p.m., at Lobster Fest at the Charles County Fairgrounds, you have Trilogy. At Duck Fest at the Ruddy Duck Brewery and Grill in Solomons, you have the Kelly Bell Band with Run Catch Rain at 1 p.m. 3, 3 p.m., you got Big Money Band over at Toots Bar in Hollywood. And at 3 p.m., you've got Run, Catch, Rain at the Pier in Solomon's. The weekly music schedule is prepared by Lynn Arion with permission given to the Southern Maryland Chronicle to reprint. That's your 10-ounce 12-pack sample for this weekend. Be sure to check out the entire local music schedule, which is released on Thursdays at 4 p.m. and shortly thereafter on Facebook at 5. Hey, that's all. Hey, that's a great lineup, David. That's awesome, man. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a nice weekend. Nice one for the first fall, uh, yeah. fall week in the fall. I got. It. Can I give an update on this list real fast? What's that? The, I'm going to give you a quick update on this list for everybody real quick. Uh, the Saturday 9 p.m. Last Drop Country Bar with Dave and Dianos is canceled. Okay. So good to know that now before I put the schedule out. Yep. So that's that's <laughs> that's fresh news. I just wanted to put that out. Okay. All right. Breaking news. Breaking that show news. is not happening now. That show is not happening. All right. Well, cool. What ha- What's happening in the news around the counties, man? What do we need to be aware of? All right. In Calvert County this past um, month, over uh, the Calvert Hospice held the Cousins Benefit Concert, which raised over $60,000 for Calvert Hospice. Wow. In 2018, the event outgrew their home at the Running Hare Vineyard, which yielded $45,000 to Calvert Hospice. This year was their most successful event, raising over 60000 with a benefit concert by Z- Zoso, a Led Zeppelin tribute band, and Shelby Blondell. 
These concerts have raised nearly $135,000 so far, which has been a tremendous impact on Calvert Hospice's ability to expand its program to all its residents in Calvert County. Last month in Charles County at the mouth of the Potomac River, a team of researchers studying dolphins in the Potomac got an unexpected fruit from their labors last month when they witnessed the dolphin being born near the river's confluence with the Chesapeake Bay. Bottlenose dolphins are among the most studied species in the world, but a wild birth has only been documented in scientific literature on one other occasion, in 2013 off the coast of Georgia. Although dolphins are not new to the Chesapeake Bay, they appear to be cropping up more frequently in recent years and have been studied for the first time in the Potomac over the last five years. Researchers are trying to figure out why, whether there are indeed more dolphins in the river than in recent history, and if so, what is drawing them there. St. Mary's County. The commissioners of St. Mary's County are calling on all citizens interested in volunteering their time to the community by serving on various boards, committees, and commissions. All applications must must include a resume and be submitted no later than November 19, 2019. I see so many people on the Chronicles Facebook page complaining about not only the St. Mary's County commissioners in government, but Charles County and Calvert. Both of those counties also have citizen boards, um, committees, and commissions. Here is your chance to do something. Ordinary citizens join these boards. You do not have the right to complain if you only sit on the sidelines. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a few events going on this weekend. Friday, 5 p.m., you have the grand opening of the Hancock Family Farms store in La Plata. If you know the Hancock family, they have a huge farm in Charles County, and they now have a storefront in which to sell their things out of. It's uh, been big on Facebook. Mr. Dave Hancock, who is also on the Charles County Board of Education, he's been promoting his farm very very big and also uh, posting a lot of stuff as the different steps of this store happening happening so they'll be doing their grand opening friday at five on friday at 7 p.m the mechanicsville volunteer fire department will be doing a drive-through pizza fundraiser saturday 8 p.m asbury and solomon's will be the walk to end alzheimer's this will be the second of two walks last weekend was in charles county for the walk to end alzheimer's be sure to check out the Chronicle's local event schedule, which is posted every Thursday morning about 8 a.m. I can't be everywhere, so if you go out to somewhere and you take some pictures, send them to the Chronicle, I'll be sure to get those published for you. Cool. All right, over in sports, Southern Maryland Blue Crabs have ended their season at 51-89. and 89. They've missed the playoffs for the first time in back-to-back seasons. Some good news, the Blue Crabs became the first team in history to steal first base, and that was based off some new rules that the Atlantic Professional League is testing out for the MLB. La Plata High School alumni Thompson became the first pitcher to win seven straight starts, not decisions. Only three Major League Baseball players have ever done that before. Also, Regency Furniture Stadium will host the 2020 All-Star Game. So, Blue Crabs will go into the offseason, look to see what they can fix after having two seasons of not making the playoffs. Over in the MLB, the Nationals sitting at 86-69, and 69, nine games back. They will finish their regular season this weekend against the Indians, and they hold a half-game lead on the top spot in the wild card. Yeah, they eliminated the Phillies today, though. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think they pretty much locked up the wild card spot because if remember when I was looking at it last, they were they're a half game above the sixth spot, but I think the seventh spot was four games back. Oh. So I, th- I think that's with them winning today, they, I think they've locked that up. 
Yeah, that's we'll see. <laughs> so Orioles finishing their season this weekend with the Red Sox, uh, sitting at fifty-one and one hundred six right now, and then start over from the beginning. Right. <laughs> right. Speaking of teams that need to start over, the Redskins got decimated again on Monday night football versus the Bears. The final of thirty-one to fifteen makes it look like they ever had a chance in this game. The Skins look like the worst JV team you can find, and I really hate insulting real JV football teams like that. <laughs> the Skins play the Giants at 1 p.m. on Sunday. Over in the NHL, Capitals continue their move to the preseason. They're looking pretty good. More cuts are coming, and we'll follow up a little later as we get closer to the season. Yeah, give me the hockey season ASAP. <laughs> uh, area high school varsity football. Northern, Huntington, Lackey, Choptecon, La Plata, and St. Charles are all defe- undefeated. They all range from 3-0 to 1-0 due to their schedules. Uh, this weekend games, you have uh, in-conference. You have Leonardtown versus Great Mills, Choptecon versus North Point, McDonough versus Patuxent, Northern versus St. Charles, and Lackey versus Wesley. And that's all for your news for Southern Maryland this week. Be sure to check out the Chronicle for all your local, regional news, weather, and sports at uh, www.southernmaryland.chronicle.com. And be sure to follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash SOMD Chronicle. Awesome, brother. Awesome, man. That was some informative information this week. <laughs> That's how I like to bring it. <laughs> right, man. Dude, we, we applaud your efforts on running everything the way you do and everything that's going on. You're the man, man. Just always remember that. It's Hickey Thank on the beat. <laughs> yeah. So, dude, we'll check you next week, man. All right? All right. I'll be here. All right, my brother. We'll check you, man. See you. Take Please. care. Bye. There it goes, man. David Higgins, Southern Maryland Chronicle. That's right. Higgy on the beat. It is an absolute pleasure to have him every week on here. It's really cool. Isn't that cool? Yeah, dude. He's got all the info, yeah, I mean, This is what we get to do. He's on. He's on. He gets the Brings it. I mean, he takes the time to even send in the whole uh, breakdown of what he's going to go over. Right. He doesn't have time to do that. Right. But he makes time to do it. Yeah, and we follow along, and it's perfect, man. So Love it. Higgy on the beat. Check it out. SouthernMarylandChronicle.com. Get over there. your homepage. Like it. Love it. Talk to your friends about it. Perfect. Well, dude, we're going to transition into the Spoons Meal Review, man. Yeah. And we had the classic Guru Barbecue Rib Night. (laughs) It's a staple. Yep. So shrimp fried rice. The, the barbecue ribs, both flavors, and they were delicious tonight, man. Oh, man, man. They, there was nothing left. <laughs> they were destroyed. <laughs> I felt bad. I kind of ate more than I should have. That's fine, man. I had enough shrimp fried rice for both of us, <laughs> so we balanced it out. But, yeah, man, everything was fantastic this week. We had baked beans on the side. Yeah. We had uh, the, the fritters. The fritters. That's right, we oh, did. Oh, man. It's like a little dessert, you know? Yeah, they do it right, man. They really do. Oh, um, all the specials every day they got something going on yep so you got to get down there check them out tell them you're with the show tell them yep. you heard about it on the show they'll, they'll seat they'll seat you right away and get you taken care of that's man. right spoons barbecue <laughs> but dude, we had the you know I, I called in the meal had everything set up for you so and they always have it ready for you right oh I, no no question so you know you they got that perfect store location in the Rosebud Crossing in, um, yeah. shopping center, man. That corner location with the bend and how the patio is, man, it's really cool. It's yeah, really they've cool. got. I mean, it's it's the perfect spot. They got that awesome patio, which is completely up to code, by the way. Yeah, completely, completely. If, any, if anyone out there has a doubt, 
you. It's definitely come, up to code. Yeah, it's definitely up to code. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, they take care of uh, me, and that's the same way they do with everybody who comes through there. You know, I'm not treated any different than any other customer. I watch them while I'm there, and their customer service is phenomenal. There it is. So, I'd get over there, check it out. You'll love it. You can't go wrong with anything you pick on the menu. Nope, not everything there has been great with me. Yep. I love it, man. Um, so, let's review. We had the shrimp fried rice. Yeah, sure. We had the barbecue ribs, so both flavors of the ribs. Yep. They were perfect, man. Perfect. perfect. The, the baked beans. So we had the uh, spinach, right? Yeah. Yeah, they all, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, dude. Yeah. yeah. The salad was awesome. It's, yep. Dude, it's a home run. So. Can't, can't beat it. You got to go in there and check it out. Happy hours happening. Just go there, do your thing, get your drinks. Just be assured during happy hour you're getting fair pricing. There's no question. If not, it's kind of unfair for them, really. <laughs> if you think I, about I'll, it. I'll tell you right now, I go there for happy hour. Does that tell you anything? Because I'm all about the deal. And yeah, and it's a perfect deal. It really is. So yeah. go there, check it out. Spoon Barbecue, the Blade of Maryland, Rosewood Crossing um, Shopping Center, right there. Easy to get in and out of. Great parking lot. There's no potholes anywhere. No, it's a beautiful, beautiful <laughs> shopping center taken care of. You can tell different shopping centers how they're taken care of. You can. Different management companies do different things. Whoever manages that property does it right. They do. Yeah, it's I agree. phenomenal, man. It's clean. It's perfect. They're, they don't allow no crap there, man. Yeah, there's no there's no trash. I noticed there's never any debris. No, dude, they keep it. It's nice. Sorry, guys, to bore y'all with that, but that, these kinds of things means a lot to us. As, as you get older, to, yeah. as you get older, man, you just start right. looking around. Where am I buying from? Yeah, man? I'm gonna go eat at this place because it's clean everywhere. And man, it makes a difference. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, dude. Spoon's Barbecue, Rosewood Crossing Shopping Center. Get there. Check them out. <laughs> Do your thing, man. I love them, man. I love them being a part of the show. And yeah, we're, They've we're, been here with us since the beginning. So, yes, they have. So my hat's off to Hannah and the staff. They're great, man. So it's all good. So We'll check you next week, Spoons. We love you. But what the show is going on. Yep. And right now, we're going to get the phone system cranking. We're going to pay our tribute to Ollie's Bar and Grill. We're going to get the soundstage phone system cranking, and we're going to get Sean on for Sean in 60 seconds. Yeah. What do you think about that, dude? I can't wait because last week's topic was off the hook. And I, he just he's going to continually just bring it every week. There it is, dude. Ooh, popping an Ollie for That's him. how we get the phone system cranking. Yeah, I'm about to do it, too. Good evening, gurus. Hey, Sean, what's happening, man? Oh, you know, same shit, different toilet. <laughs> yeah, flush twice, uh, never prefer, look back. <laughs> I prefer to keep the same toilet if I can. I don't like different toilets. Well, I actually had to use the outside toilet. I had to use the porthouse today. Oh, wow. You went old school, man. <laughs> Did you have an extra corn cob ready? <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I'm still stuck down here at the barn, so I had to use the incinerator. Oh. <laughs> Dude, thanks, thanks for letting us all you're know about that You're hardcore with man. it this week. It's yeah. hardcore with Sean in 60 seconds. Wow. This is cool, dude. Well, the show's cranking tonight, man. We're just getting it tonight, man. Um, And I know your subject matter tonight's going to be off the hook, so let's jump right into it, dude. What's going on? Well, uh, first off, um, Friday night I had off, so I got to go down to Ape Hangers and check out this band called Million Proof. Okay. Have you heard of them? 
No, I ha- I'm not. I'm not aware. So they're they're pretty much local guys. I think they're from the tri the tri county area anyway, between Charles County, St. Mary's County, and the other one. I can't remember what it is right now. <laughs> Calvert County. Yeah, that's the one. There you go. <laughs> um, they're all from around this area, but uh, they play like traditional like 90s grunge rock like metal type yes. stuff so they were cool. playing like a shit ton of like tool and rage against the machine and stuff like that like stuff they like they the thing that they say as far as like their advertising goes is like if it's a staple that most cover bands play they don't play it right i got you they so, play all the other songs the bands did which is even cooler right right like they, they play a lot of the b-sides of records and stuff like that like that that people who like the music really like right i got you excuse me sorry that's, oh. that's so i'm down at the barn oh no she's, yelling, she's oh, yelling at me hold on uh we're in on the i get away i thought you were on the incinerator <laughs> oh no, no no that was earlier <laughs> Um, anyway, they were they were fucking phenomenal. I, I just got to give it. I got to give props to them, man. Like they they really they just they just brought it all night long. And I mean, the guy just just wailed all freaking night. Like, I mean, his his fry screams were on point. His vocals, clean vocals, and everything like that was on point. And the, the fact that he was switching back and forth between fry screams and and, and clean vocals. Bar none. I mean, you don't see that every day in cover bands, especially. No, I mean, especially when you got to play for all those hours, man. That's all. That's a stretch on you. Right. Oh yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah, I'm about to reach yeah, out. Man. I'm gonna reach out. Yeah, man. Check them out if you if you get a chance. Definitely go check out Million Proof. Right. Um, Saturday night we went to Rockfish Grill, had a great time, but it seems like everybody's already setting that that fall mindset. So, like. Any of the any of the marina type venues, all of those those people that generally go to those venues are what you would refer to as snowbirds, and I think that they're all in Florida now. Oh, really? Oh, they wow. already left. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was it, like Rockfish Grill is usually just balls to the wall, people ready to party. You know, like people coming right off the boat, already fucking hammered, just coming up to the deck, they're gonna party. Right, I can see so that being out of season. It's weird now. not seeing a bunch of people there, you know what I mean? Right. And you know exactly where they went. They went back down to Florida. <laughs> They're escaping yeah. this, uh, the, the, the fall, quote-unquote. I got you, man. I got you. Yeah, man. Uh, Sunday, we ended up at Hunt's Tavern, and um, I got to use my Roland SPDSX acoustic kit, Ooh. which... I actually heard a video from out front for the first time because I've only done this like three times and this is the third time that I've done it like where I've actually worked on the sounds and gotten the volume patches and everything like that level for each kit. Right. And man, like the video that we've been sharing today with Bradley Turner singing um, 3AM but Matchbox uh, by Matchbox 20. Mm-hmm. I, dude, I've listened to that, that recording like 20 times trying to find like some flaws or something something wrong with my patch something I need to fix. I'm like, man, it sounds like a fucking full kit. It sounds like a fucking mastered kit from a cell phone video. It's crazy. Oh, it was great. I, I, I watched it. It sounded amazing. Yeah, and I mean, that's just a sample pad and a fucking yeah. FS50 foot switch for my kick. <laughs> I love it's it. a guitar pedal that I'm using for a sw- for a, for a kick pedal. That's badass, man. I love it, dude. Yeah, you can go do the acoustic show. Oh, yeah, all I need to bring is this. <laughs> 
Yeah, man, it's so much, it's so easy. I mean, I fucking set up the, the sample pad, drop two cables, and I'm good to go. Awesome. I mean, I have my little mixer there. It's just to, just for my in-ears and whatnot, because yeah. I'm a, I'm, 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 I don't know, anal about that shit and whatnot, but it helps. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, that was a great time. And Bradley Turner came up and he sang a bunch of songs with us too. And, and his vocals were absolutely on point. I mean, I don't know if you, I don't know if you could tell on the, on the video, but like with that, that Sennheiser 945, dude, he, he, I don't know. I don't know if he sounded better on a cell phone video. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty awesome. That is pretty cool, dude. Yeah, man. But uh, let's get on to the meat of the uh, the, the the topic today. Sure, let's yeah. do it. Let's what get to the meat. So we're going to talk about five winning social media methods. Oh, nice. I went. I, I actually I went onto uh, Facebook today because um, I was kind of last minute trying to prepare this segment and I was looking for stuff that I had saved like links and whatnot and I happened to stumble across this this page that I had yet to look on I just saved it because I thought it would be interesting and it was five things that entrepreneurs do to, to succeed on social media and before I get into it I want to just everybody keep in mind that the topic is just winning on social media it's not winning in your job or winning on on whatever you're trying to to do it, it it has absolutely nothing to do with that this is all just about social media right and how it works right okay cool this is actually real cool yeah just understanding the algorithms so topic or the 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 first point that they made was don't be a robot and one of the first things that i realized when i was going into the social media advertising campaign was that they have you know facebook manager and all these other apps that help you manage all of your social media accounts real quickly and those are fantastic when it comes to promoting your events and other things like that but when you're promoting your events and you're promoting anything that you're doing it's 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 advertising that's all it is i mean and and people don't want to see that right so what you want to do rather is move on to step number two which is real content so you identify your niche which is basically like whatever genre of music you're playing or whatever your social media is for like whatever your whatever your business is your audience has a niche they like certain things and you want to go onto your insights and you want to find those things that they like and post relevant topics whether or not you agree with them or not, it, it, it's all about what your fans want. Right. So if they see you sharing content that that shows up on their newsfeed all the time, which the algorithm automatically does, then automatically your fans are going to see more of your posts. Right, right. I get it, man. You got to constantly give what the fans want deliver them content they find unique to your site right and so to to just further expand on that point um they actually talked about what was called the 80 20 rule which i had never i actually hadn't heard about this like i said i just read on this article today so (laughs) bear with me sure i did a bunch of notes um but the 80 20 rule really actually got to me so 80, what the 80-20 rule is, is basically saying like 80% of the content on your social media page should be relative content, stuff to entertain the people that are viewing your page, which goes back to looking up into the insights. So 
80% of your content should just be like memes and just random posts that are relative to your fan base. Right. The other 20% are going to be your event posts or your advertising and stuff like that. Yeah. So if you have a shit ton of gigs and you're posting them nonstop, you better be posting a shit ton of other stuff too. Right, to blur, break it up so everybody doesn't feel like you're just, here I'm playing here, here I'm playing here, here I'm playing here. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, that's one thing I'm super guilty of because like I'll go weeks without posting anything but just show dates. Right. And then the next yeah. week it's just, I'm all talking about just bullshit and shit posting and then like the third week I'm finally like, oh wait, that's right, my niche is this. That's right. Yeah, we see it here with what we do, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so when you're when you're hosting a page that is for a business of any kind, don't shit post. <laughs> like don't do any of that shit. Like stick to the 80/20 rule. I feel like that is a very very that like that's like the highlight of this whole topic is that 80/20 rule because I think that that really will will flip the script as far as the way that that you've been seeing your social media working so far. Yeah. Right. Well, I know when we like share like major bands make tour announcements, we'll share it, and people are like it'll like blow up, you know. Right. So you gotta you gotta give your fans the content they desire, which is knowing about music. Now for us, it's like, hey, this band's playing here, this band's playing here. Oh my God, this big band's doing this, and then people exactly. like it. People yeah. like it. And the the crazy thing is like when I whenever I post anything about a guitar player and there's a cat in the picture. Those fucking posts blow up. Yeah. <laughs> About the cat. It's weird. We could be like, hey, listen to the show next week. Five people. Yay, good, good. There's a fucking cat and a guitar player joke. 45, 50 people love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like cats Cats win the internet. I mean, you can post cat pictures all day long, no matter what your niche is, and it's going to fucking fit somewhere. Right. Yep. <laughs> but I, I see what you're saying. You, you know, you look at your insights, know your audience. And, and make sure there's something for everyone. But you also well, yeah, have to make sure you're in your their audience. face. All, you have to be in their face all the time. Yeah. You can't go weeks without anything relative. Or else you've lost right. You've lost them. you got to win them back. Yep. Right. Well, I mean, if you, if you don't post for two weeks or even one week, then all of a sudden your, your bandwidth goes way down on Facebook. It goes back to fucking zero. Right. Like if you, it, like that's what that's why using those bots like the robots that we were talking about in step one was like yeah you want to keep those because they are great for maintaining content in case you know you get sick or something like that that way people are still seeing your posts but in order for you to actually see growth on your social media you have to make you have to maintain a personal connection with your audience right and that means replying to people and stuff like that which brings us to well the fourth step but we'll we'll just go back to the third step real quick which i know that uh that um that mr harsha here has a lot of a lot of experience with which is uh follow in order to lead right now it doesn't just mean just following pages you see that are successful you know if, if you see a page that has a shit ton of likes but it has absolutely no relativity to your content don't follow it because nobody wants to see that People are going to look at your at like the pages that you follow, and they're going to see the pages that you know if they follow it back and whatnot. So when you're on Instagram, this is a very predominant thing on Instagram. It, you you want to go on there and you want to follow a bunch of pages because then they'll follow you back and blah blah blah. You know, scratch your back, I'll scratch yours. Right. 
but you want to follow pages that are relative to your content. Just like, you know, when you're posting stuff on Facebook, you want to make sure you post stuff that is relevant to your niche. So don't just blindly follow pages that are successful. Follow pages that are reaching success, but have content that is within your fan base's reach. Yeah. Stuff that they, that, they, that they like. It's got to be relative. Right. Um, but the Instagram, to, it takes a while to get it going, but you got to um, start sharing your pictures. And I see this all the time. You have to use hashtags when you're posting and try to build up your following. Because people search by hashtag terms to see pictures. Oh, yeah. So when I oh, see yeah. people yeah, post that, a picture. That's huge. Yeah, when I see a picture, people post a picture with no hashtags. I'm like, well, only how many people are following you will see that. That's right. <laughs> so, I mean. Yeah. And maybe maybe a few of their friends if, if, it, gets, if it gets popular enough. Right, and yeah. here, here's the savvy move. I'll give you the savvy move. You go to my Instagram, at Dan Harsha. Yeah. <laughs> um, hit the follow button, and then check out my post and see all the hashtags I use. They'll do the copy and paste on the next time you post a guitar picture. Watch what happens. Right. So. Well, I'm sure that that will help. However, and this wasn't even actually on the list that, uh, from the article that I read, but I did read an article about hashtags a long time ago. And I remember one of the big things about hashtags was that it's a trending thing. So you can't just copy and paste an old section of hashtags and put it into a new picture and expect it to have the exact same results. You have to look at what hashtags are trending right now and what hashtags are coming up. Because if you put hashtags that are tre- or that are actually coming up, then by the time they hit the top, your post will be in that in that category. There you go. Right. Right. Yeah. So you want to really look into what hashtags you put onto your pictures or onto your posts and stuff like that, just to to keep it up on top. Yeah. Another layer. Of, another layer of complex of the complex, man. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, what exactly. This is all about learning how to play the game, man. Right. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, the social media game is so so ridiculously in depth. It's 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 crazy because depending on what social media platform you're using, the methods are completely different. Like. The follow to lead thing, it works super well on Instagram. On Facebook, however, it's very difficult to find which pages are trending and which ones are already there. Right. If it's already there and it's been there for a while, it could be just, it could be stagnant with fifty thousand likes, but nothing's happening. Right. Wow. <laughs> you're right, dude. Yeah, you man, you're nailing this. Yeah. So four and five on this list kind of tied together in my opinion so we'll just start with four and it goes back it, it kind of does double back on the whole making sure that you follow your analytics but and this is where this is where the the point that i was making it originally was that we're just talking about the social media we're not talking about your business but on social media your success is measured by your analytics so you have to be really on top of it so you look for engaging audience members and then you move on to step number five, which is build those relationships. And that's where you make your profile personal. So if you see somebody, you don't know anything about them, but they're commenting on your posts all the time, liking and sharing your stuff. Be their best fucking friend. <laughs> ah, all right. Good, good call, Sean. Yeah. Just, just don't have them over for but dinner. It, it's know. literally that simple. Yeah. Right. And I mean, step number four and five are 
top-notch, the best things that you can possibly do for your social media. The other stuff, you have to do some research and whatnot, but anybody can do step number four and five. Yeah, if you see anybody, anybody at all, even if it's the weirdest motherfucker you've ever fucking seen in your life, <laughs> and they're sharing and they're yeah. posting, that's called a super fan. Because that one fan is worth four or five others. Right. You're right, dude. Yeah. Dude, we, we talk to the fans every Thursday, dude, doing the chat. That's awesome. We love it. I love yeah. engaging with everybody on the when the show comes out on Thursday. I think it's kind of cool and unique what we got going on. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's it's the funnest way that I could spend a Thursday night that I'm off. Isn't it? I know, dude. Isn't it? And then what's cool now, you just turn the football game, turn it on mute, listen to the show. It's great. That's what I do. It's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, well, that, that is a very good uh, five-step process there. And, well, uh, six, step, six steps if you include the... Uh, the tangent we went off on um, for a second, but uh, yeah, I just went off of where you started with. Hey, there's a five step thing. <laughs> I would. Well, that's a good. That's a. That's. A, I mean, that's a good sign of a good conversation. We added our six steps to it. Yeah, there you go. There it is. We've we've opened it up here. Well, speaking of that, dude, we're gonna have to um turn the vault on this one, dude, and bury the subject and come back to you next week. What do you think? <laughs> Sounds like a plan. I think these horses are ready to go out, so I'm gonna get back to it, dude. Yeah. This was awesome this week. That was some great content, and I know when people listen back, they're really going to take what we had to talk tonight and really use it because every band I know is on social media, so there's no excuse for anybody not trying because yeah. all these steps are free. There's no You don't have to pay to do it. <laughs> 100% free, and if you don't remember what I said, you can look it up online. I'll probably post the, post the link in the comments below, so well, there you'll find you go. it there. There it is, dude. Dude, you're crushing it week to week, Sean. We appreciate your segment. We love having you every week, and you're just you're you're nailing it on a weekly basis, brother. Well, I appreciate you guys having me, man. I really do, and and I hope you guys have a great rest of the show. Oh yeah, man, it's big time tonight. We got Bob Moore, Red Skies Mornings coming up, and then we got Dave Barbie, Catherine Gray of the Gods Hate Texas to close us out. So it's gonna be awesome. Oh man, you having Dave Barbie back on? Yeah, yeah man. man. <laughs> That's it's right. Coming down. It's coming down, dude. It's good stuff. All right. All right man. You guys have a good night. All right. All right, all right Sean. Buddy. See ya. See. You. There he goes. There dude. we go, man. Dude, the staple of the gurus, Sean in sixty seconds, and dude, that's a fantastic topic. It, yeah, really. There's a lot of good information, and it would be and a behoove of you to really dig into that topic and do a little more research and get really in depth. He was just giving you the steps of where to go and get you started. All that makes perfect sense. Cool. Great topic, Sean. Your guru family, we love having you every week. It's awesome, dude. But, dude, we've been rapping for 54 minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah, we're about 10 we're, minutes over. Uh, yeah, we're running late. We're going to take a break. We're going to reset up. We'll come back. We'll get the Ollie's Barn Grill Soundstage Phone System cranking again. We'll get Bob Moore on. Talk to him. Then we'll go into the Island Music Guitar of the Week. And then we'll, we'll, we'll probably take another break, then come back two for Tuesdays, and then finish out the night with Dave Barbie, Catherine Gray, God's Hate Texas. Dudes, Guitar Gurus, Dan and Dan, Southern Maryland's number one choice for music talk radio in Southern Maryland. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Bong from Taboo, a.k.a. The Bonger. And you're listening to the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show. Broadcasting from our 100 gigawatt 
radio internet thing that plugs into something else. It's WTUR, the guitar gurus. We see each other through different eyes. Oh, yeah, man. It's the guitar gurus <laughs> with Dan and Dan, Southern Maryland's number one choice for music talk radio. That's right. What's happening, Mr. Alvin? Man, we're having a great time, man, as always. Episode 44 is in full effect. Right, man. We got the bonger bringing us in from yeah, Taboo. Shout right. out to the bonger from Taboo. Shout out to the bonger. Dude, awesome band, man. Awesome band. I They'll be at Rocktoberfest. That's right. I can't wait to talk to them there again. That's, yeah. Finally meet them all. You know, we got to talk to them, then we'll get to meet them there. Yeah. So it's going to be real cool. So Can't wait for that, man. So we're running, we're running straight up the gut like old Riggins himself here on 44, bringing it right up the middle. Right, dude. I got something for that. Got yeah. Just like Riggins before the game. <laughs> Riggins would go out back and drink all night in his shed before a game. Yeah. <laughs> just come there just ready to. Oh, uh, he was Babe Ruth, man. He'd show up straight from the bar and just go to the game. <laughs> yeah. And throw up on the field. Be like, ah, I'm good. Let's go. <laughs> That's right, dude. That's right. Love it, dude. All right, dude. Let's get to Ollie's Bar and Grill. Soundstage first. Cranking. And we're going to get Bob Moore on from Red Skies Morning. Let's do it, Talk about man. their band. Talk about Rocktoberfest. It's cool. Get it cranking. Soothing tones. Can't wait. Bob Moore. Red Skies Morning. Coming at you right here. Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show. It's ringing. Let's see what happens, dude. Yeah. Hello? Hey, Bob. It's Dan from the Guitar Gurus. You want to go on the air? Yes. All right, dude. We're here in the studio, man. I booked you a couple weeks ago, and we're finally getting to get it done, man. How you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How about you guys? I mean, we're good. We're good. I'm Mr. Alban. Say hi to Mr. Bob Moore. Bob Moore, how are you this evening, sir? I'm good. And yourself? Not bad at all, man. Thank you for spending time with us tonight. Hey, it's really, it's really my honor to be on the show. You guys, uh, you guys have a really good podcast going on here. I dig it. Uh, to be on it is, is, I mean, it's. I'm honored and and I'm very, very appreciative. Awesome, well, dude. Thank you. Thank you for that, Bob. Yeah, man. Thanks for the nice words. Um, Well, when we got a new guest on for the first time, what we like to do is get their their background, their bio, their backstory, you know? So open up to us a little bit. Tell us what music means to you. What age did you discover it? And how you're in Red Skies Morning and why we're going to see you play next week in, at Rocktoberfest in a couple weeks. What's up? Yes. Yeah, so, so for me, the, uh, the musical journey uh, had a couple of false starts uh when i was a teenager okay. uh you know like uh, i ended up with some some guys from high school and here's where here's where i'm gonna kick myself in the pants but i had an area pro 2 les paul copy uh in like 1986 okay and i had no idea what i had and so i sold it to somebody else and then i realized like some years later like oh my god that was an awesome guitar you should have never sold it you big dummy um, but, but then, you know, in, uh, in like 1989, uh, a good friend of mine, uh, at the time uh, I was, I was living in Cecil County going to school, uh, a good friend of mine, his sister was the guitar player in, um, a local really popular band in Cecil County named Speakeasy. And, and that guy was pretty awesome. He had a face kind of like Steven Tyler, but he had the guitar chops of like Steve Fye. Wow. And... And he was really awesome, 
Uh, and so I decided, you know, I want to be this guy, so I'm going to have to figure out how to grow my hair and learn to play guitar. <laughs> and, and, and I took lessons with him for a couple of years before I went off to college. And, and he taught me a lot of really good stuff. Um, you know, a lot of, lot of Eddie Van Halen kind of two-handed things. And, you know, Vinnie Moore was, uh, you know, up-and-coming neoclassical oh, yeah. shredder. And, and so, I, you know, I was just trying to be the most technical and impressive guitar player I could because that's who my teacher was. Right. Um, and so it was, you know, that, that sort of began my musical journey. This is, you know, like in the late 80s, uh, 89 maybe. I really got started, and that's when I said, you know, I want to, I want to keep this skill set. I want to make it sharper and better. And and then I went to college, and I, you know, studied a lot of stuff, but played guitar on the side. Right. That's cool, man. So you're like, you're a couple years just a little bit older than us. So that's kind of cool to hear your journey in the '80s of getting gear. Um, where did you buy your gear at back then? So uh, there, the only real music shop up by me at the time was a place called uh, Mars Music and Electronics, okay. and uh, yeah. and they had they had some pretty good stuff. Um, that's where the first time I encountered an Alesis MIDI Verb, uh, they had one of those on the on the rack, and you could plug in and set it for all kinds of things. But but I kind of decided then, you know, I didn't really like the digitized sound a great deal. Uh, I would prefer to have like pedals on a board or just run direct into the amp right you know like some of some of these digitized sounds i just i just felt like you know this is this is less me and more of it and 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 i i want it to be more of me and less of it you know yeah um um but we also occasionally would you know a bunch of friends and i we, we would hop in the car and we'd drive to cadenceville and go to bill's music and okay. uh oh, you yeah. know shop around there all right Bill's music is cool little guitar picks with that you know his face on it. Right. <laughs> that's that's right. He's got like the big hair on right. that. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Immortalized on a guitar pick. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well that well that's cool backstory. Well let's talk Red Skies Morning Man. Um when did the band form? Who's in the band? Um let's get to know you guys. What's up? Yeah, so um Chris Alshire is the singer. Um uh, Tony Thompson is the bass player, and Kevin Fort plays drums, and then I play lead guitar. Um, and Chris and I have known each other for, I don't know, maybe the better part of 10 years, but we always knew each other away from music. You know, his kids and my kids were like, at, they were at soccer fields all the time on Saturdays, and and, and my son Ben and, and his son, uh, they played on the same soccer team for a couple of years. Um, so we, we would see each other all the time, um, but we had no idea that we were both musicians or, or interested in music or any of that stuff. And so maybe like a couple of years ago, I, I was home for Thanksgiving. We had little dogs and we, we didn't want to travel with them. Um, and he, you know, he and his wife invited me over and lo and behold, there is an acoustic guitar sitting on a stand right next to the couch nice. in the living room. Yeah. And, and I immediately I'm like, that is not an art piece. This is what I would do if you know for wanting to sit around and practice all the time. Right. Uh, so so I said, you know, hey, do you mind if I you know noodle on your guitar and, and picked it up and started playing some stuff? And he's like, oh my gosh, we should we should do stuff. We should jam together. And um, 
and at the time I was sort of in an odd place with my day job and I was in you know not really willing to commit to taking on a band right. because I, I the last thing I wanted to do was let somebody down right. you know so so we just jammed together we had a good time um, but you know we didn't we didn't form up anything and then this February uh, February 2019 um, he reached out again and, and said hey you know what this is a no pressure thing. Why don't you come over and and we'll jam? And here's a couple tunes we're going to work on. And you know, I, I, I've met a bass player and a drummer who just we just want to get together and jam and see what's going on. Oh, you got and, caught up in the classic roping in. I love it. Uh, yeah. yeah, I know yeah. that move. I know that move, and I see it. I love it. So, all right, continue on. <laughs> yeah, no, it was great. It was great. So we we got together. We jammed about three times or so. We. We had just a few songs, so there was like an organized jam. Uh, and then at the end, you know, it's like maybe mid-March uh, of this year. Um, it was like, all right, so we don't even have a name at this point. We're just four dudes jamming in Chris's basement. And, and that's kind of the name of the band at this point. Um, and, and Chris says, uh, hey, by the way, we have a gig. Uh, or, yeah, we have a gig. Oh. And, and the gig was at Hunt's Tavern. All right. And... And we're like, oh my gosh, this is real. We've got a gig. Uh, we, we've, we've got to really nail down all of our sets and our songs because we've been playing together now for like a month. Sure. <laughs> and, and so so we got this crash course. We're finalizing the sets, finalizing the stuff. And um, we've got this gig set up for, you know, April the 27th or something like that. It's a, it's a Saturday. And the week of the gig, right, I, I mean, I am like, practicing you know going over songs all every night the drummer kevin reaches out over text messaging goes hey dudes what are we doing on friday night and i was thinking it was the answer was going to be hey we're getting together for a last minute practice and he's like because we got offered a gig to play at roma pizza in king george wow all right and we're like wait a minute so now we have this gig that just came out of nowhere the night before we have our debut gig Sure, let's do it. Yeah, right. Why fine, not? fine tune. Yeah, yeah, that's a good practice. You and know? you're on the other side yeah. of the bridge, so if it goes real bad, it won't travel over that side of the bridge. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, man. Yeah. Well, well, fortunately, yeah. fortunately, all went kind of well. No, oh, awesome. awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah things cool. went really well, and and it, and it's right around this time, you know, like late March, that we finally settled on a name. Um, and and I don't remember what what actually motivated it to it to end up that way, but you know, there's that that phrase, you know, the sailors' phrase: "Red skies at night, sailors' delight; red skies morning, sailors take warning." That's yeah. right. And all of a sudden, it was like, "Hey, man, red skies morning that that's got an interesting ring to it. We'll just change the morning part to something else." And yeah. well, bickety bam, there we are. Awesome, dude. <laughs> I love it. Well. Tell Chris when you see him, I'll reach out to him and book him to come on. Um, I know he was traveling with work, right? Oh he's, yeah, he's man, been it, real busy. He's, he's got the he's got the craziest traveling schedule right now. So, tell, but when you see him next, to say, hey, Dan says he's gonna reach out to you and book you to come on. Don't tell him. Don't worry. Tell when, we, when he calms down, we'll get him on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally good, man. Totally good. All right. So, dude, what's the vibe in your band? When you guys are together at practice, what are you talking about? Do you got new original music planned? 
Um, what bands do y'all personally talk about? You know, give us a little insight. What's up? So, uh, so as far as the band scheme, it, it's uh, it's really like '90s and early 2000s kind of rock, um, which I'm I'm totally good with. But there would be occasions where I'd like to squeak in some like late '80s hair metal too, you know, just because that's where I'm really from, um, you know. And it's and it's shreddier and faster, but you know. Um, but th- that's the sort of overall band vibe is, is we're doing like 90s, uh, early 2000s kind of rock. But, you know, here's the spoiler. We are working on some originals mm-hmm. and, um, you know, hope to hopefully we can have those ironed out probably by early spring uh, so we can start sprinkling those into our sets. And, you know, people can start to hear the real us, uh, you know, coming out. Right. Great. But uh, you know, but I, but I, I can't, I can't say anything more about it. You know, can't, yeah. can't let the cat out of the bag. I get it, dude. Nah, I just tease it. us enough to know something's coming. Yeah, just come We're... back on our show and we'll play the songs when they're ready. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we'll definitely, definitely do that. Cool. Um, um, but but in terms of like, in terms of like the actual interplay um, amongst the band. The nice thing is, is there's really no strong egos uh, in the band. I mean, we're all kind of here recognizing, you know, we're all older people now, um, and we're, you know, we're just out to have a good time and and try to be as good as we can. You know, you don't want to get up on stage and get booed off. So do your homework, work on your sets, you know, have fun at practice, have fun on stage, you know, and. Uh, there's there's a sort of comedic uh, shtick to some of our performances and and I think maybe sometimes Chris is like turn their mics off already because they're killing me up here. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk. You rock- gotta have fun. Y- man. Yeah, Bob. Let's talk Rocktoberfest. You guys are gonna be there. We've talked about this earlier in That's the show. Right. Um, what can we expect to um, to hear for hear you guys play? At five o'clock on stage C. So we have um, sort of ripped through our sets and pulled um, all of the songs that Lit plays, and we're going to play all of those. <laughs> I was wondering who was going to do that. Someone was going to do it. I knew somebody was going to do it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> I just wanted to throw out that joke, right? <laughs> I love yeah, it. I, I love it. That's a classic. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we we, um, we went through and we, we, we I think there's there's some songs that we really do well and uh, like we're probably going to open with uh, a song from Sponge um, and then we're probably well, it's unclear exactly how we're going to end, um, but we we've we've kind of nailed down like here's here's a rough estimate of how the set should go, um, and if anyone has seen our show, I mean our set too is 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 pretty rocky uh, lots of lots of you know sort of hard driving stuff um and i think we we kind of modeled what we we're going to play at rocktoberfest out of that set but there's a little bit of a you know surprise a, a spoiler in there uh, i don't want to give it away yeah awesome nice. can't wait man i'll be checking you guys out man absolutely yeah well cool hey yeah. um hey uh, and i'm looking forward to checking you guys out too man yeah well that's awesome we're gonna have a supposedly keith's got it all set up we're gonna have a tent right there by their tent in the PRS tent. Yeah, we're gonna be there. Oh, we're, that's... Gonna, we're gonna be set up doing interviews, having the system. We'll have merch. It's gonna be awesome. So it'll be cool. Definitely stop by. Yeah, we'll be there. Yeah, all, that's totally awesome. We'll be there all day, man. Looking forward to talking to everybody and 
Actually, I'm going to be on the same stage as you right before you guys go on. Oh, cool. Well, then, then you know, we'll, we'll definitely see each other at the show. Well, That's awesome, no, man. No doubt our paths are going to cross a few times that day. So. Right, definitely. So I can't wait for it's that. Gonna be, it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be real fun. Yeah. Right. I, I, I was... I, I, so I, I've been to pretty much every Rocktoberfest, and while I'm there, there's a part of me that's always said, why aren't you up there? Like, when are you going to get up there? Right. When are you going to finally start to make this uh, this dream of playing music a reality? And I think last year, you know, I, I was really sort of bent at myself for not doing it, and when then Chris reached out, I'm like... The, the real goal for this is that we are going to form this band and we're going to play Rocktoberfest and see what else we can play after that. So, you know, check that off the bucket list for this year. There you go. Dude, I, I got to check that off my list last year, dude. I got to play. So <laughs> I, I get it. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Say, hey, um, what's your take on the social media, the digital marketing aspect of being in a band these days? Do you do much of that with the band or is someone else in the band do it? So it, it's sort of a shared responsibility. Um, uh, I mean, we all have access to the Facebook page and 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 you know can go out and, and sort of update for song uh, for for shows and things like that. But typically, I would like to leave that with one or two people who are also driving the receipt of the gigs. Like you know, band you know owners reach out and say, "Hey, can you guys play this?" Like, "Hey, yeah, sure," and I'll I'll make a post on this, but. You know, with with all of us having jobs and lives and kids and, and various things, it really kind of has to be a shared a shared thing in the band. Um, but at the same time, it's pretty impressive. Whereas, you know, 20 years ago, you wanted to get your gig out there, you had to go and find a person to make some flyers and then find people to stick up the flyers, you know, and let people know that you're going to have this. Now it's like, and literally, it's instantaneous. You know, you make a post on Facebook about doing something. And within a half an hour, you could have, you know, 100 people have seen this, 20 people have confirmed they're coming. Like, wow, this is this is amazing, yeah, you know? Think back to the 80s and 90s, man, you know, handing out flyers. How waste of a time that was. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, there were so many good shows that I never heard about back then. And then somebody else would tell me, oh, man, you... You just didn't know uh, Middletown, Delaware. Somebody played an impromptu show at this club. Like impromptu in the eighties, man. <laughs> that's like saying nobody knew and nobody came. Yeah, I was on the other line when you were trying to call me. You got a busy signal. I missed the show. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's exactly it. You, you, know, you didn't have uh, what was it? Uh, call the caller. Waiting. Yeah. Yeah, oh. call waiting. Right. <laughs> you were doomed. You, yep, you missed all the good stuff. <laughs> I still can't. I still can't believe that was an option back in the day. Oh, I'm telling you, man. Wow. If, could you imagine if we had to pay for all the staples and all the telephone poles? Wow. Oh. <laughs> man. All right, hey, Bob. Well, hey, the off the office stores would really love you because you'd be buying up all their staple supplies and paper supplies. That's right. <laughs> so, so, Bob, we got a couple questions left for you. Um. I want to get into your rig. What kind of rig do you got? What kind of guitar are you jamming? What kind of pedals do you use? And what ampage are you bringing to a show? So, uh, so the amp is the easy one, right? Uh, I always play a Blackstar HT60. Sure. Awesome. Um, 
I love I love that amp. You know, and if my pedal board fails for any reason, and I just have to go through the amp, then I've got a gain channel. I've got a higher gain channel, and I've got a good clean channel and reverb. So, you know, if pedal board goes really bad and the backup pedal board goes bad, at least I still got some some sound. And hopefully, the power tubes don't go bad, right? Right, right. <laughs> um, um, on my on my main pedal board, um, I have a Wampler um, Euphoria that I use for sort of like gritty uh, hard rock kind of uh, distortion. Um, and then I have a Wampler um, uh, Dracaris that I use for the sort of higher gain, tighter, tighter crunch kind of tunes. Um, and, uh, and then the next pedal in the list is a, um, a linear power booster, which my sound guy really hates because he, he, if I turn it to zero, then it's dead, right? If I turn it to one, it's way too much. So this pedal is operating somewhere between zero and one and 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 you know it's it's always too much so we're trying to trying to find the fine point at which um i don't like kill people with this pedal and i don't quite understand why it's such a big deal but you know because guitar players want to be loud (laughs) but but um but that's been a source of a little bit of frustration i think for other people's ears um and then uh, um i have a uh a boss super chorus that I use to sort of thicken up the sound and uh, an MXR carbon copy is my, my delay pedal. Sure. And and that's kind of my board, you know, the sort of bare bones is, is those five pedals. Um, as for my guitars, um, I don't really have a, a favorite, uh, but here lately, um, I recently got a hold of the Nags uh, Kanai nice. and... That, that that guitar is really hard to put down. Yeah, it's just such an awesome playing guitar. How did you? What did you do to get that? What happened with that? Tell me. Um, so I, I, like I robbed a guy and I sold his money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, back back in the um, springtime, um, the the Nags people came to Island Music and did a, a demo. Yeah, and I was there. You know, I. I yeah, it was it was awesome, right? Larry Mitchell was there, right? Exactly. And uh, and you know, it turns out I, I didn't realize just how long it w- had been that I had listened to Larry Mitchell's music. Um, but you know, when he was up on stage, I'm like, man, this guy looks really familiar to me. And then I remembered in like 1991, I bought a cassette tape of his first release. Yeah, cassette tape. Wow, yeah. <laughs> pretty old school, right there. Um, but yeah, he, he so he was playing the guitar and and then I said something to Joe, uh, you know, I said, hey man, you should do like a, a discount for teachers here, so you know we could play your guitars while we while we uh, you know give give lessons as a sort of sales prop. Right. And and he said he said, hey, you, you should take my guitars and you should play them, you know, anytime you're in the store. Right. And then at, at some point I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should just take one of his guitars and buy it. Because if I don't, somebody else will buy it, and then I'll regret not owning it. And now that I have it, it's it's really hard to put down. It is it is such a finely made instrument. Yeah. Um, it's it's really awesome. I had that one here for the weekend for guitar of the week, man. And wow, yeah, I love I love them, man. They're great. They really are. Yeah. So I love yeah. this, I love the story on it, man. There's nothing like you know getting the guitar that you want. 
you know that's your guitar now that's, that's cool that, I dig it that, that's yeah that's right and uh and you know what in in so at the time i was thinking i wanted something with hotter pickups in it uh and and that the guitar that i have has the uh seth lover seymour duncan paf style pickups right but but after i after i started playing it i'm like no i don't really think i need anything hotter uh, you know, this this can do all that I really want to do. You know, it can play, you know, it plays hard rock really well. It plays blues really well. You can play some Metallica with it. I mean, you can you can do an awful lot with that guitar. Right. So I get it. That's cool, man. I love those guitars, man. It's cool. Yeah. And that's your rig, so we'll be looking for that at Rocktoberfest. We'll check it out. <laughs> cool definitely definitely yeah all right bob one more question for you then we'll let you get off the horn tonight um i know you've just been in a band for recently so we call it best gig worst gig you answer in any order you like but you got to answer both um so since you've only done this how many years now a year and a half uh so i have um we've been we've been red skies morning for about five months okay um um uh, but I started I started back into sort of making music the you know and letting people know I was making music about this time last year when I started teaching at the music shop I got um, but the best gig we've done as a band I think was the gig we played maybe two weeks ago at, at high tides in Colonial Beach all right um, that that was that was awesome the venue is great um, you know sound sound was great uh, there were lots of um, people at the bar who were uh, paying me for my my efforts with free beer and i couldn't turn that down that's so, how you know you're doing uh, it right yeah man. <laughs> yeah that's how I mean, you, you walk know you're up doing and, it and, right and you're, you're you walk up and you're sweaty from the stage and and they're like i would give you a hug i'm like trust me i don't think you want to but you could give me a beer <laughs> that's the right play <laughs> yeah um, worst gig um, I don't know that we've really had uh, a terrible one but there have been a few terrible songs okay. in in some of the gigs like yeah we, we played a song in a gig uh, maybe it was kind of early on and man I completely blanked on, on part of the song I just it's like it, my brain stopped for a minute wow. and I'm looking over and the bass player is looking at me and Kevin is on drums looking at me and I'm like are we playing two different songs here you know um, you know it happens I, I'm sure it's happened to other people too but uh, at the end of that you know at the end of that set we sort of had a debrief and it's like uh, I'm not sure what happened up there but it can never happen again <laughs> <laughs> dude we've all been there man we've yeah. all been yeah. there every, every week yeah, <laughs> yeah. like, like that, that, whatever, whatever that was we'll blame that on another band <laughs> lord nice Oh man, yeah. well, dude, you've been a champ tonight. We in, we thoroughly enjoyed you coming on the program, telling us about your band. It's really cool, um, and y'all are just getting it started, which is really cool to be here in the beginning. I don't know what I was thinking about a year and a half. A, too many ollies for me. Yeah, that's how it goes, man. But it's kind of cool to hear, I hear you, man. It you know, but there's other bands out there in the same position as these guys. Yep. So it's cool to relate and let them know that you know it's okay to be to start, <laughs> just get yeah, going. Yeah, you gotta get started. Right, you and get I think there and the, go. I think having those two surprise gigs like that probably really helped you guys out big time. 
no doubt. It, it did. I mean, at, at the end of this, right? I mean, a lot of people are afraid to get on stage. Like they're afraid to say, "Let me put myself out there," and and so they don't they don't take the jump. They don't take the leap. Um, but I, I wonder if that's more of you know their ego preventing them from from possibly failing than just saying, "Hey, look, we're all in this together to have fun." I mean, you that's live right. once. You can live, you know, and laugh, or you can stay in your house or stay in the comfort zone, whatever makes you feel better. I mean, I feel like we're all up here just trying to have fun, you know? Exactly. That's exactly right. Exactly right. Well, dude, this has been a fantastic interview, and we look forward to seeing you at Rocktoberfest. Sounds great. I look forward to seeing you guys, too. All right, man. We'll chime in on Thursday night when the episode comes out. Everybody's invited. You're more than welcome to come hang out with us. Do the chat. Hey, sounds good. I'll see what I can do. Perfect, Bob. Well, (laughs) dude, thanks again for coming on the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show, man. Until next time, we'll check you later, man. See ya. See ya. Bye-bye. Good night. Wow, Bob right. Moore, man. Red Skies Morning. Yeah, man. dude. I can't wait to check him out, man. It's cool, man. I, I love checking out a band that just is getting started, man. Right, exactly. But all these guys in that band have been playing for a while. Yeah, I mean, don't, you know, people that are listening, whenever you hear us say, oh, they're just getting started, that band is just getting, getting started. started. Not them the, as musicians. The players have been playing for a, while. a long time. So it's just cool to see different bands getting started. And how shows just come up because right. everybody knows people now. You know, yeah. as you network. Yeah, there's a lot more connections to network, and it's a lot easier than it used to be. Real. It's, I mean, it's not easy, easy, but it's easier to get to get an appointment to get a show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can just send a message now instead of driving an hour away. I hope he's there when I get there. <laughs> I'm trying to book a gig. That's how it used to be. Oh yeah, big time, big time. Yeah. Yeah. So, thanks, Bob. We appreciate the time, man. Yeah, man. Dude, it was awesome. So, check those guys out. Rocktoberfest 2019. Dude, let's transition. Island Music, Guitar of the Week. What do you think? I think it's time. Dude, it's ESP LDD <laughs> MH400NT, the Violet Pearl Fade Metallic. Hell yeah. Dude, what a cool shredding guitar this thing was this weekend, man. <laughs> Dude, I, I got the island on Friday, and Keith spots me, walked through the door. He's like, Dan, I got a guitar for you this week. I, he I was jumped like, right in. He jumped right in. I was like, uh-oh. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Getting him, I, get, I got Keith excited for Guitar of the Week, man. He's all about it. <laughs> He's got something for me, man. And, dude, it was still in the box. Still in the box. Wow. He just handed me the box. He says, look, I ordered these at NAM, the VSP. They just came in. They're, they're brand new. They're hot on the market. We're one of the first ones to get them. And I checked the internet. There, No one has them yet. So, so this guitar is just brand new. It's just hitting the market now. And then here it is, an exclusive right here. Guitar of the Week. Check yeah. it out. Yeah, dude. We got an eye-catching axe with pro-level performance. The ESP LTD MH400NT was built for high-gain tones and high-speed performance. Its resonant mahogany body boosts comfortable contours that complement the fast-playing feel of the U-shaped neck, man. It's a maple neck. It's got a 24-fret pile ferro fingerboard a duo of direct mount active emg pickups yield the perfect blend of punch and sizzle for high impact rhythms and leads 
The neck through and string through body construction combined to elicit near endless sustain. And dude, wow. <laughs> dude, I would just do a big E power chord. Just a, dude, 30 seconds later, it's still sustaining. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> uh, uh, dude, it boosts under, it's understated offset block inboard finger inlays for the fingerboard. It's pretty cool. That's why I did the picture the way I did so you can see them on the sides. Mm. I love that, man. It made for, it made, it, I don't know, it just was weird. It made easier to finger the guitar. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get that. Yeah, you saw my face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, but it's built for performance. Everything about the LTD is engineered to offer the fastest, most comfortable playing experience with no extraneous additions to slow you down. The mahogany body offers a warm and sustaining tone that is standard for hard rock guitars. Its deep forearm, back, and cutaway contours are expertly carved, so it feels like it locks into you, man, and you hold mm. it. It feels real comfortable. And even ESP out, outfitted the, with the Grover tuners. Oh, it's there you go. Yeah. Grover tuners. So, dude, it's just a rock solid rock guitar. Would you man. would you would you consider it a workhorse? Oh, it definitely. You could take this on stage. It's gonna it's gonna last, man. It's not gonna fail you. No, not at all, dude. This quality. This thing is awesome. This Great. thing's awesome. The neck's built for speed. It features neck through construction for enhanced sustained, along with a neck carve that's guaranteed to elicit your fastest and most intense fret work. All right. And dude, you know, like I do my deal, right? It was fun. So this, this is this is for all you shreddy vetters out there. Yeah, dude. If you want, <laughs> if if you gotta have that sleek neck design to shred your to shred, this is the guitar for you, man. Mm. Okay. It's tailor made for high gain too. So ESP partnered up with EMG, and they're putting the EMG humbuckers in here, the eighty-one, eighty-five sets. And these two pickups are responsible for the majority of the metal riffs you can think of coming up back in the day. Okay. I mean, it's insane how many people used this pickup combination back in the day Mm. in the metal world. It was a lot, dude. The liquid smooth sound of an EMG 85 at the neck completes the picture, man, giving you added liquid sustain you need for some epic solos. Epic solos. Epic, dude. And it was an epic (laughs) solo in here. One at one point. Oh, I bet. I bet. With you with this thing over the weekend, I'm sure there was a lot of uh, face melting, shredding, faster than lightning, running yeah. running up and down that thing. All right. Here's the features that I, <laughs> yeah, that I respected. It, it, it went back I, beautiful. I know. I, I'm, I'm sorry I wasn't here. I would love to see your, your fast faces. Yeah. Where you're just like, yeah. I all buckled up, dung yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then when you're here, I even exaggerated even more. Let's <laughs> see what I could do. But anyway, here's the features at a glance it's a straightforward electric guitar with high gain performance, mahogany body, comfortable contours. EMG 8185's active humbuckers are clear and powerful. It's got 24 extra jumbo frets. The thin new maple neck is crafted for speed. Neck through and string through body construction add to the endless sustain, dude, and it's yeah. there. That's what I'll do. The understated offset block fingerboard inlays. I don't know what it's about, man, but the, the way with my eyes and the, the, how those inlays are, it works out better for me for some reason. So there is something to it. 
Yeah, it, it catches your eye. Yeah, it's. I don't know. There's, maybe just me. Right. Maybe it's me. But and of course, it has that eye-catching gloss finish with the gradient from purple to white. Right. Which is pretty cool. I love those gradient guitars, man. I've been we've been doing those late a lot lately. Yeah. And they're cool, man. They really are. It's the hyper colors of guitars. Yeah, hyper color. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. Wow. Somebody might. Yeah. Wow. Tech specs, oh, anyone? Yep, yeah, here's the tech specs. Now we're going to get a little nerd. <laughs> we're going to run down the nerd specs. All right, dude, it's a solid body electric guitar. In the ESP's world, the body shape is called an MH400. Of course, I had a right-handed version. Six strings, mahogany body, gloss finish. The color is called Violet Pearl Fade Metallic. It's a three-piece maple neck with a thin U-shape. It's got a radius of 13.77 inches. It's a PAL Ferro fingerboard material. It's got the offset small block inlays, 24 extra jumbo frets, a scale length of 25 and a half inches, a nut width of 1.653 inches. It's a molded nut material, a tunomatic string through body bridge, Grover tuners, um, neck pickups an EMG85, the bridge pickups an EMG81. It's got a master volume, master tone, and a three-way blade pickup switch selector. It comes with Diodario strings 10 through 46 from the factory, man. Wow. Dude, awesome guitar. Awesome guitar. If you, that thing is just awesome. If you're in the market and metal's in your, in your deal or you just want a high-gain guitar for that option because it'll clean up nice. It'll play clean tones fine. I was doing that. So yeah. if you need it, a you know, a rock guitar, you know, do classic rock. It'll do classic rock. No problem. How are we on the affordability scale with affordability this Affordability $7.99. Wow. That's what I'm saying. Wow. Dude, you've done so many of these guitars that have just been above, above par for under a grand. It's never been a better time to be a guitar player. Seriously. I mean... The, the quality of the instruments coming from overseas cannot be understated. Yeah. I get it. I understand people want American-made guitars. I get it. Get some. Sure. There's some other options for people that just can't get to that level. Yeah. Dude, and if you want to learn to play guitar, there's nothing wrong with playing an import. No, I prefer no. I prefer some imports, to be honest with you, yeah. compared to what you else you can get for your money. It's true. I but mean, I have a couple American pieces too, so sure. I'm not lying. I mean, that's how I roll. You know, we're 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 in a uh, a age right now where 20 years from now, everybody's gonna go, man, I really wish I'd have bought that guitar back then. I mean, think about it. This is a great time, like you said. This is a great time. Yeah, the quality is insane because when we were coming up, imports the quality was not good. No. And That's we couldn't afford. We, and yeah, and the American stuff was ridiculous. We couldn't afford it. So you had to buy it and then buy parts we, to fix it. We bought a lot of shitty guitars because that's all we could afford. They oh, were cheap. Right, but then you had to pay for upgrades to yeah. make them right. I mean, dude, it was insane what we had to do. But what I'm trying to tell everybody now is, is the import game is at its peak. It is. And it's only getting better because these companies are trying to deliver quality, consistent products because they were trying to stay in business. Exactly. You know, they're not trying to be shoddy and going, oh, I'll get a batch out. Yeah, it's yeah. not the old days where it's like, I'll just charge whatever, they'll buy it. Right. Those People days are, are like, gone. we're not doing that anymore. No. But all these companies have invested ESP, man. Yeah. So, you know, you, 
can get it and import ESPs are awesome. I got some right now. I see. <laughs> I got three or four. <laughs> but, dude, this one was awesome, dude. And I, dude, I, it's like torture some weekends. And it was definitely torture this weekend giving it back. I'm sure. I'm sure it was. It's the hot, one of the hottest guitars coming out. Yeah. If you want the newest thing that no one else has, run down the island Friday and pick one of these up. Because yeah. it's awesome. And it's not going to last. Not going to last. It's new. It, it, the finish is awesome. It's really cool, man, how they did that gradient. Yeah. And, and the sound and the playability, oh, it's, it's <laughs> there, dude. It's, it's just a cool, man. But thanks to Island Music, man, Guitar of the Week. Home run to every week, every man. It's week. like I just love the partnership we have with them, that the content that we get from having the guitar, spinning people to the store to check out the guitars. Mm-hmm. Just go there and check it out, man. It's the coolest place to go to shop, man, because they're all about letting you try the instrument out before you buy in a low, no-pressure situation. Exactly. And I can't state that enough, man, because we lived through the dark times when that was a thing. Yeah, we did. So that those days are over. You they felt lo- afraid to even go in and ask to pick up something and look at it. Right. Now it's just at Island. It's like, yeah, what do you want to check out? Yeah, they welcome you in. There you go. They, they welcome you in, man. Everybody I've seen in there, they're all like, hey, yeah, come on, man. Look what we got. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Dude, and they're like, try it out, man. It's hanging up when you're done. You know, they, you know, they don't even expect you to get it. They're just like, here, try it out. Right. And dude, and half the time when you're trying guitars out, you 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 know, you know when you play that guitar that you want. Yep. You know it. <laughs> so they understand that. They understand getting getting different instruments in your hand to make sure which one picks you. Right. And then you and go get your home brain with it. cranking because you're yeah. not going to buy a guitar every time you go to a guitar shop. Let's no, be realistic. No, no. And they know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what's cool because you trying out a strat today, you make may make you try out something else that you fall in love with and buy. Right. If that makes sense in a way. Sure. So you're like, all right, try to stride out. Let me go try out this Les Paul. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Yeah, this is what I want. But, you know, you tried something else led you to trying it out. That's why they're like, here, come try it out. Because yep. they know. They know how it's cool. And that's how you run a guitar shop in today's world. Yeah. <laughs> and they're doing a fantastic job. Yep. They're to put together Rocktoberfest. <laughs> it's real cool. But that's, a, that's the Island Music Guitar of the Week, man. Yep. Cool, dude. We're going to take a break, reset, come back, do for two for Tuesday shout outs. Then we're going to get Dave Barbie, Catherine Gray on God's Hate Texas, and we'll wrap up the show, man. This is going great, dude. It's Guitar Gurus with Dan and Dan, Southern Maryland's number one choice for music talk radio. Be right back. This is Audra from Taboo, and you're listening to the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show. The Southern Maryland Guitar Gurus, the only guys that would do a live broadcast from Dog Man. We see each other through different eyes. Oh, yeah, we're back from break. We're in the home stretch, Dan. What's happening, man? <laughs> That's right. Old Rigo is busting through the five-yard line. He found a hole. He's heading for the end zone. That's right, dude. And, <laughs> dude, hold on. I got to do this real quick. Ah, that should get him in there right there. That's that, the one. That's a touchdown. Ooh, a touchdown. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, dude, guess what? Speaking of touchdowns, it's time for the Tuesday shout-outs. Two for Tuesday shout-outs. I'm going to spike the ball when this one's over. I love it, dude. Yeah, man. Hey, it's time for the two for Tuesday shout-outs brought to you by the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show. Advertisement sponsorships available for this segment. Yeah, contact, reach out. We can we can make it work. All right, here we go. Episode 44. Thank you for the likes, the shares, the love. This is your time, people. We love you. Here we go. We've got Carly Zacutney, Philip Calvert, Sean Kirkpatrick, Angie Walker, Mike Stacy. Brent Robbins, Tim Elder, J.C. Moore, Mike Maroney, Wayne Hozier, Lisa Watts, Stephen Stewart, Rick Curl, Phyllis Carter, Jason Mitchell, Jamie Cable, Trish Galliano, Chris Berry, Vinny Barbarino, and Cassidy Greer. Thank you all so much for the support, the shares, the love. We love you all. Without you, we are not here. That's right, man. That's how that goes. Fantastic list, dude. Fantastic list. Um, love seeing those names. Love it. And it's cool, man. Real cool. It's very cool. My favorite part of the show. Yeah, definitely. I get it. Um, dude, well, dude, the time has come. The time, the time has come. We're I'll say, g- sir, the time is upon us. That's right. We're gonna um <laughs> we're gonna find out about the God's Hate Texas again. We're about to get yeah. the Holly's Bar and Grill soundstage phone system cranking. We're going to get Mr. Dave Barbie on and Miss Catherine Gray on. All right. So we're going to talk to the guitar player and the bass player tonight. Let's do it. And see what's happening, dude. What do you think? I'm ready, man. All right, dude. Well, in the stage of doing a double call, first stages, we're going to get Dave on the phone. That's right. So let's give me some soothing turns while I crank them up. It's a double call. Here we go. We're getting it done. Repeat offender Dave Barbie coming back. Oh, he's going to be qualified for the slot. He's qualified for the slot right now. That's right. Hey, Dave, it's Dan from Guitar Gurus. You want to go on the air? Hey, man, what's happening? What's up, guys? Nothing, man. We're in the studio. I got Mr. Alpin here with me, dude. Hey, Danny. How are you, buddy? Good, good, good. Thanks Thanks for for having me on again, guys. Hey, thanks for spending time with us, man. We really appreciate the hell out of that. Absolutely. Well, cool, dude. Well, I know to get you on tonight, you had to have Catherine with you, so... Well, we're gonna, <laughs> which is fine, which is fine, because I I love Catherine. She's been a uh, she was a customer of mine a long time ago when I was at the manager of the Hot Licks. So nice. it's, it's cool. I go way back with her. So I'm gonna um put you on hold and get her on the phone with us. What do you think? Awesome. All right, dudes. We'll, we'll be right back. Cool. All right, here we go. We're, we're rounding up the double call. We got Dave Barbie just hanging out, waiting for the next part of this call to come through. Here we're dialing Catherine up. This is the Ollie's Barn Grill Soundstage Pro System cranking. Hello. Hey, Catherine. It's Dan from Guitar Gurus. You want to go on the air? Hey, Dan from Guitar Guru. You there? Yeah. All right. Here we go. We got both of them. There it is. (laughs) Hey, Catherine. Hey, Dave Barbie. What's going on? Not too much. Cool. All right. We got the technology cranked. This is awesome, man. We live in a great time when we can do this. Sounds great. Awesome. So we're going to jump into it with you guys. We want a God's Hate Texas update. We know there's studio sessions happening. New music's upon us. We were going to thought we were going to have some in time for the show tonight, but I know things happened in this world. So give us an update. What's happening with that? Catherine? <laughs> Well, gosh, um, I think we've got 
uh, I think it was 18, it might be 17, it's at least 17, possibly 18 tunes that we recorded um, in our drummer's studio at his house. Um, so he's wearing two hats. He's both uh, <laughs> playing the drums and uh, doing all the engineering work and the mixing. And it's been, we've been doing it. We've been working on it now for what, a couple months, Dave? Yeah, yeah. But we, we knocked out all the basic tracks. And then, of course, you know, these guitar players have to go in and <laughs> do all their overdubs. Redo. So. Redo. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and overdubs. And, you know. Many, many, many redos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Big, big shout out to Ken Evinger, our uh, current new drummer. He's he's a, he's a fantastic find for us. This guy is amazing. Um, writes, plays guitar, plays drums, engineers, has a studio in his house. It's 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 just a gift, <laughs> a real gift. Yeah. Come on, yeah. Gordon. Great singer. Um, songwriter and he's a videographer for his day job so we haven't even we haven't even dealt into this <laughs> yet wow <laughs> he's, okay. he's yeah. like a gold mine just yeah and a great guy Smooth. right well i met him at the show at at anthony's for a hot second because he came up to me and went nice shirt so i've got to say hi for a second so i was wearing my marshall shirt so i know he's cool if he said that so i'm good yeah with him. yeah yeah he's cool for sure that's awesome man. yep very talented yeah so anyway we've been we've been working on that we were hoping you know he he's also a perfectionist so i mean we we just we've been we all are, really. I mean, we're, we're looking. At, it's going to be going to be really a killer, professional sounding batch of songs, and um, several of them are his that he wrote too, which is which is pretty exciting. And um, you know, we're really looking forward to getting it out there. I don't know how we're going to release it. Like we, we're we're kind of trying to you know strat set up a strategy on how we want i don't know if we want to put it all out at once or if we want to do like a song a week so we're kind of uh, brainstorming on how we want to go about all that but right right, okay. well, right. yeah how, how would you guys do it well that, i was just gonna say what, what do you do these days well, i don't even know yeah. what to do anymore I, I was gonna say if you want to talk to me off air dude we could definitely talk about it because i have a lot of opinions and thoughts of what i did a year and a half ago with my band and I'd be willing to share that with information with you guys. Yeah, I mean, it's a waste of a CD anymore, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, don't, don't do that. Don't do why that. Don't you just, why don't you all just come down to Bonfire at my house? We'll just sit around a campfire and talk about it. Ooh. All right, on. Cool. Yeah, we have that to- sounds good. Are there marshmallows? Absolutely. And they won't be stale <laughs> this time. Can I bring the rooster? <laughs> I already told you yes last week. You didn't come bring the rooster. <laughs> and my wife, Ashley, too. Oh, She'd well, like to come, too. Oh, yeah. We'll make it the whole thing, man. Yeah, we can discuss how to... Well, we, we got some ideas on that, and what you know, what's, how to do that these days. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, these days, I, I'm not quite sure what you do. With, it's a lot you, different, you, yeah. You create this music, and then what? I don't know. Right, <laughs> exactly. Know? But that's a big then what? Right. That's a big one. Right. So, I mean, yeah. I definitely would be willing to talk, you know. Right on. Cool. We, we definitely would take some advice for sure because uh, we're all kind of scratching our heads. Like, I don't know what you do with this. We just like to write, record, yeah. and perform them. I don't know what else to do anymore, you know. Right. Focus on the music and 
you know, yeah. there's plenty of people yeah. who can help you with the rest. Right. That's right. Yeah, and that, that's another reason we decided to, you know, start putting everything to to tape, as we call it, um, because uh, we want to start trying to market ourselves to get some some you know better shows and bigger venues and maybe open for some national acts and stuff like that get on some festivals and we've got to have some kind of epk to you know promote ourselves with so that's another reason we needed to get decent recordings of the stuff yeah we just decided to come right out with a double album (laughs) right that's very very ambitious yes (laughs) there's a strategy behind all that music so there is a strategy so it's called having four writers in the same band (laughs) everybody writes everybody sings (laughs) everybody doesn't have a lot of material y'all get your own side of each record you know i'm being old right that's a good idea it's like the old kiss albums where Everybody yeah. had their face on each cover where they did their own solo record, but they were yeah, just, I like yeah. it. That was unique. <laughs> that was cool. That was real cool. Hey, all right, so let's switch the mood a little bit. Um, what what's the vibe in y'all's band? What are y'all talking about when you're creating music? What kind of cool band traditions do you have that not anybody knows about? You know, peel back the curtain a little bit. And give us some of the behind-the-scenes stories of the Gods Hate Texas, because I know a lot of you guys, but I don't know you like that. You know what I mean? Okay, so where should we start? <laughs> like, what's uh, the process of us writing music together? Yeah, you know, you got do y'all like, hey, man, I got this idea. What do you think I should do with it? Or is it like, dude, I got the whole song. Check it out. What could you add to it? Well, Kathy will, Kathy will tell you that typically it's me sitting around in my living room with my iPhone and playing my guitar on the couch, and, 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 I'll, and I'll, I'll send her I'll send her these like really bad recordings of ideas I have. There you go. That's, right. that's kind of how it starts on my end. Bad recordings of great ideas. There you go. I like that. That's how mine sort of start. A lot of them. <laughs> Right. Yeah, and sometimes he'll he'll have the guitar parts, you know, you know the idea, of almost, you know, he'll have his sections, you know, verse, chorus type thing, or just an idea, and a lot of times he'll have, write his own lyrics, or sometimes I'll write lyrics to his stuff, and you know, it kind of works like that, you know, we, or sometimes we'll just have a song. Like, I've brought in songs completely finished before, and then, again, I've just brought in the riff. Everybody, right. everybody will contribute, and I may have a drum idea, which I can, you know, I can't play it. I wish I could, but I can, you know, sound it out, or, hey, I want it to feel like this, or I'll, I'll tend to, like, have a reference to another song hey can you do the drums similar to this kind of thing but again sometimes i'll just put it down a bad recording of an idea as well <laughs> like dave does and send it to the group and and sometimes I'll, i i do have some songs i'll come in finished lyrics melody you know bass line I, I do write on guitar some i was originally a guitar player before i started playing bass so i'll do the rhythm on guitar and then uh, come up with a bass line later after I show the real guitar players how to play it. There, you go. there it is again with that. Right. So there's no situations where somebody says, 
this is how it's got to be, and this is what you got to play. There's none of that. It's like, this is my idea. Oh, no. I want to no. know what you would do. No, no, not at all. We, actually, I know from my point of view, I love other people's input. I, I think it makes it better, always. You know, there's we all definitely have some like, definite ideas on how we want it to sound, but usually I'm pleasantly surprised when everybody else puts things in that I never would have thought of. I'm always like, oh, that's really cool. I really like that. You know, that's that's 90% of the time. That's what happens for sure. Yeah. I love to hear that. Especially with this group of people, Kath, Catherine, Dave Cornwell, Ken, these, these, these are great musicians, great players, really just original ideas. And, um, just real, real honor to play with this band. And sometimes stuff works and sometimes it doesn't. And the, the beautiful part about this group of people is we'll try something and if it doesn't work, the person's not afraid to say something because, you know, there's not this ego thing. Nobody gets their feelings hurt and we'll just say, okay, you know, say, hey, that's cool. We'll try something else, which is very rare. That's, <laughs> right. that's what I like to hear. Um, I like to hear that. And we, we really like to work on our vocals, um, vocal harmonies and backup vocals is a big deal to us because we consider it like a whole nother layer, you know, to stuff. So yeah. that's real been real fun lately, too, because Ken has a great voice, so we're, we're able to do more harmonies, all of us together. So that's been really fun. Awesome. Yeah, when you guys finally get to hear this, I mean, I know you guys have heard us live a couple times, but you probably can see the diverse type of music we write. I mean, it goes from a surf type song to a heavy rock song yep. to a punk type song to maybe something with a little country or influence, you know, where everybody brings all these different ideas together. And um, I don't know, it's just, it just, it's a lot of fun to be able to play all these different styles instead of one genre, you know? Hey, I, I really yeah. enjoy mixing it up yeah because everybody you know everybody in the band has different influences different backgrounds right and to be able to, to bring those together and find common ground that blends all your influences together that's that's a beautiful thing well, and it's kind of funny too because sometimes it actually works in reverse like <laughs> Dave Corn like Dave Cornwell pretty much most of his background I think has been heavier rock yeah. you know bands in his past more and then he busts out this beautiful uh, instrumental we do called Best Western, which is this just beautiful, like, like lush instrumental. And I'm like, where did that come from? Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, it's like awesome Quentin connection. Tarantino soundtrack, you know, yeah. kind of Chris Isaac sounding song. Yeah. Like, Wait, that's not the short bus. <laughs> that's the right. band he was in. That's not Drop D through a Marshall. <laughs> what the hell, man? Yeah, so there, there's all this great, great stuff that happens like that. So much fun. Right, Dave, I like that Jewel song. Jewel Baby. Baby. Yeah, Jewel Baby. Yeah, I love that song. That's, that's your song, right? Yeah, I wrote that for my father. My father's right. name is Jewel. And, uh,. Uh, the basic quick story is uh, I grew up listening to his Ventures records. My father's a guitarist also, and uh, he was a big Ventures fan in the 60s. So he had all these Ventures records around, and I, that's kind of when I started playing. I'm listening to a lot of that kind of stuff, you know, and I always like that instrumental guitar music. And uh, 
So I, I, I sort of wrote a song, sort of in that vein, for him, you know, sort of. Right. But, but uh, he doesn't really like it. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Damn. It's a great song. Yeah, but he doesn't it. really like good, it. Man. He, he, I, I played it for him. That, I've had that for a while. I actually played that in a group I had out in Arizona. I wrote it out in Arizona when I was playing out there. And um, and I remember being all excited, and I recorded it on a little home studio I had. And I played it for him, and he was like, hmm, yeah, that's all right. Wow. <laughs> Well, wow, man! <laughs> so I, a lot of times when I announce it at shows, I go, "This is a song called Jewel Baby. I wrote for my father, and I like to subtitle it Daddy Issues.'" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I was gonna, I was hoping, I was hoping you didn't really say. I, I don't but I'm happy that. with it. Everybody else seems <laughs> to like it. You know, the person I wrote it for, he's just kind of, eh, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> It's a, it's a fantastic but, song. Man. Is that the best you got? Yeah, is that all you got? <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I was I, I was telling Kathy I we I took a rough mix of a, another instrumental I wrote called Epic Blues. My father's a big fan of the blues too, and um, and I wrote this kind of, this instrumental we got on the new project called Epic Blues because it starts out kind of slower, bluesier, and then it kind of builds towards the end. And I play. I took it over to the house. I had a rough mix of it. And I said, "Hey, you want to hear this this new song I wrote?" And um, it's got some weird stops in the beginning. It kind of has like this high guitar riff, and then the band stops, and the high riff comes in. <laughs> and he looks at me. And he says something like, "Those stops don't work." <laughs> how are you gonna wow. sing over that? Yeah, he goes. How are you gonna <laughs> sing over that? <laughs> it's an instrumental. I said, you don't sing over it. It's an instrumental. Uh, <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, uh, a little window into my world. There you go. That's what we wanted. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. What can fans expect at Rocktoberfest this year and you got in the set, man? Y'all got something special planned for this year? Yeah, we got like, new songs. A third of our songs. <laughs> That's right. That's cool. Well, let's tell the audience about it because they're going to be there jamming. Right. Yeah. I think we get, what, 45 minutes to play, something like that, I believe, is the set. Right. That's correct. Yeah, we talked about yeah, it I earlier. Yeah, mm-hmm. So we just got it. We got to really figure out the ones that we think will go over well there, I guess. We'll probably be playing um, one, two, three at least three of the drummer songs and oh, he'll yeah. be singing so okay. uh, well he's, right. he'll be singing he sings one's an instru- killer instrumental oh, called yeah. Me- Mexican Standoff just really really cool tune and uh, I th- he'll sing Gone and then uh, yeah he'll we'll, we'll be doing at least three of his songs I believe so that'll be fun yep. and a lot more a lot more harmonies and backups and everything will be 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 several new songs um, for this set compared to last year um, so should be exciting yeah I'm curious to, you know we were pretty really we well, well we're last year. we, we were they, they liked us last year I was I was actually happy to see that because you know we're a little different for Rocktoberfest I think you know nah but, you um, great last year you guys were great last year yeah I was yeah, up, I was up front row. I mean um, yeah. I didn't know what to expect you know 
Well, Dan, you know as well as we do, when you play all originals, you're rolling the dice with your audience, you know, in a situation like some kind of, you know, where tons of bands are playing and they're cover bands, it's like people like what they're used to. And when you play originals, when, when the people dig it, 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 it really, it's nice. You know, it's really nice. That's you know, and I, and that's I, I'm not shy. I'm not shy about dropping the F-bomb in my lyrics. And, oh, uh, and I have to be real careful in these, oh, yeah. these situations. I got to change words on the, <laughs> on the fly sometimes. Right. It's a family <laughs> show, Dave Barbie. It's a family show. Exactly. Kids <laughs> well, he, he, he does that. No, he, yeah. he's, he's good about that. So. I, I always yeah, have I to know. really... Be conscious of that. <laughs> yeah, right. that's the thing. That's the thing that made last year work. Uh, the fact that it was different, it was refreshing. I mean, because you know, I you know, that, I'm not going to get into the logistics at all. But hearing you guys do your style of originals was actually a, a nice change of pace. So it, it's received by people who really appreciate it. I was there, uh, and, and so, it's just it's just so cool of Keith and everybody involved in this thing to have us. I mean, it just shows you how open-minded they are and wonderful, and it's 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 awesome that they yeah, would be willing to have a band like us. You know? Yeah, it's a great day and it's a great benefit, and and it's just it's it's just it's fun. It's a really good time, and you know everybody seems to be. Be way into it. That's there. All yep. the bands and they have everything beer. that's going on. They, yeah, they have beer. They have beer. <laughs> they have beer. Oh, trust that's, me. That's the only good. reason I'm going is because they have beer. Well, they we'll, have, beer. we'll have our tent set up. We'll have a tent set up. We'll be there. Awesome. Yeah. I, what do you know? Um, this year it's going to be different, right? The way it's set up, or yeah, yeah, good. third stage and all. You know, there, there's three stages. They're changing up some stuff. I don't know yet, but I know we'll have a tent set up, and we'll be trying to get some interviews done that day. Oh, what's we'll up? Yeah, we got. We'll have shirts, cups, everything, merchandise. It's cool. Oh, cool. We're, we're going Look big, time. guys. Yeah, right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, nice. Unfortunately, I'm gonna miss y'all set though. What? Because oh. I'm playing at the same time you guys are on the other freaking stage. Oh, that's right. I saw. Oh yeah, we did see that. Got the same yeah. time slot, four to four forty-five. Who did that? I don't know. <laughs> Somebody who knows us, I guess. <laughs> but as soon as it's over, we're gonna reconvene at at the Guru's table, and we're gonna do some interviews right after. Right. That. Yep. And then awesome. And Carly Zakutney of Three Days of Rain is stepping in to fill in Dan's Danny's spot while he's doing this set. So it's gonna be kind of cool. So it'll be awesome. Oh, very cool. What are you guys gonna like be broadcasting live or something? No, we're gonna or be taping for the it? show. Yeah, we're taping for the show because. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll, I got edit, you. we'll edit it all down for a Rocktoberfest special. After, you know. Yeah. Afterwards. Yeah. You know, so we oh. read, so enjoy the day, and then a week or two later, we'll relive it. Nice. <laughs> relive it. Nice. And then, you know, we'll see what's up, and then we'll get some behind-the-scenes actions from that day. So yeah. no, no one will miss out on what happened. So it's Very actually, good. It's actually going to be kind of cool. Yeah, I, I, you know, I hope somebody uh, records y'all set, because I really am excited for your new songs. I mean, I've got cool. to, you know, we've done a couple... This will be the third show we've done together in the last two or three. I months. know, I so, know, it's great. But I'm, I still am bummed that I'm not going to see this, and I hope somebody records a lot of this so I can, I can see it later. Cool. 
Yeah, Ken, Ken usually sets up a video camera. Okay. Yeah, he does. All right. Yeah, he pretty much records every every show we do, videos. It. Good, good. So, so it's, I'm sure we get something happening. Right. Well, I'm Did, happy for y'all, man. Y'all are putting the hard work in. Putting it yeah. in. Yeah. It's work, but it's fun. We it enjoy it. it. Exactly, just, exactly. So what do y'all think about the digital marketing and social media? Are y'all, I mean, what it, you know, coming from a band, y'all been in bands past, present, and future. I mean, how are y'all adjusting to it? Because I found it quite hard when I first started dabbling with it. What do you mean, like Spotify and stuff? Well, Facebook, Instagram. Oh, Facebook. Yeah, the, the marketing. Facebook, I don't know. About. I don't know. I, we really haven't delved into that too much i think that's what we're trying to figure out with this project to be honest i i'm not sure where to go uh, <laughs> i got this you. that that's the bonfire talk right there that's right that's there what, you go I'm, yeah i'm writing it down yeah that's exactly right so right right i mean in a way it's it it's a blessing and a curse really i mean as far as social media yeah it's a it's a way to reach a ton more people that you never would before you know with with all the avenues you can go but um on the other hand you know it's like uh, as far as selling music you know it's so giving away too. music you know it's right. so. people are so overwhelmed with so much coming at them now i don't even think people let songs play 30 seconds anymore and they're yeah. something else you know so, I, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's a it's a it's a new world we live in. It, that's is. For sure. it sure is. I, I think we all need to start writing thirty second songs. Yeah, maybe, maybe <laughs> that's, that's about the, the attention span anymore. I it's a great way to spread the word and get your band name out there and everything. But yeah, people people have a shorter attention span because of it all. Right, I, right. I do I do agree with that. You know. Wow. So um, well. Guys, y'all been fantastic tonight. This has been really cool. We've been oh, honored, thanks. honored to have both of y'all on the line tonight. But before we go, we got our signature question. Since Dave played it last time, we're going to let Catherine play it tonight. All right. What's and that? Are you going to ask us about our gear? She's new. Gear She's new. <laughs> yeah, what kind of guitar show is this? Now, hold on. <laughs> you know what? Not one gear question. Oh yeah, well we're you know You didn't even ask her what, what bass she plays. Uh, see I've known her so long I already know the answer. I kinda <laughs> took it as a given. I, I know that she loves GHS bass boomer strings. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, if they're not if they're not red, they're dead. Who doesn't? Everyone does. <laughs> exactly. That's all that's all. Uh, I what's use. the question? What do you all right, hold you on, ask? hold on. No, I want to know about your you got all these fancy amps. That's right. You just got all these fancy amps. So we'll do your gear rundown real quick, Catherine. So tell us what you got. Oh my gear! Hey, I, hey, I'm I'm old school. I am a Fender bass through an Ampeg SVT gal. That's right. Yeah, that's the lunch pail. I love that, it. That's my go-to. Um, but I do have I have you know, I'm, I love Fender basses. You know, I do have some old. Uh, I have an old Epiphone 67 Rivoli, which is a really cool bass. I don't use it live, but got a little Mustang, got a Fender Jazz, but my favorite bass is a Fender P bass. 
old 60s P-Bass style, you know, that I love. And I love an SVT, and I recorded everything. I'm going to give a little trade secret away right now. I recorded everything on the new tunes coming out through my 70s Ampeg B-15. No, No effects. Great studio amp. I'm telling you. And I've got... uh, I do have a GK head that I used occasionally, well, a lot of times, a, a 800, RB800 GK head, but I do love my old SVT black line that I bought from Johnny Castle, but it weighs 90 pounds and I don't like long. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, you don't need so, to hold um, that big stuff around anymore. I've got a, four, a 410 SVT cabinet and an yeah. 810 for the, the big shows that don't come along very often. Well, I think uh, you know, don't drag the fridge out. You don't drag the fridge out, man. I know. I dragged the fridge to uh, Gray's Beach when uh, yeah. I played there when I was in Super Swankin' Spot. Right. So I did drag it there, but I, I haven't dragged it in a while. I'm telling you guys, if we could get a big show planned at that amphitheater, Nakakeek again, and really promote it right, that's the place to have an outdoor gig, man. That's a great, great venue right there. I mean, yeah. dude, how it, how that stage is down in that little divot in the in the in the area, so it captures the sound right. I I love that night, man. That was cool. It's yeah, well, I'm sure Trey would love to put something together for yeah. us if we wanted to do it again. He would. God, I would love to play there. We if it, there's if we could pack that place, that's a fun venue. I bet. It, it is. A, it's a. It's an actual real venue. I mean, it's. It's got everything. And you know, Trey did show up to my bonfire the other night. Barbie, thanks a lot for not coming. <laughs> but, well, that's good. But but Dan's right. I mean, with the right with a with enough time and promotion, and get a few more acts on it. Yeah, get like four or five bands, maybe four. And I just, would do four. Like four, and just really, it would it would be so incredible, so incredible. Well, we already got three of the bands right here. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. We, said, we, said <laughs> we just need a fourth band. Right. Well, that's not a problem. That's not a problem at all. <laughs> now, getting back to where we were at with the gear, I, when, well, Catherine, me and you were talking at that show about um, your gear, and you said you had that B-15. I, I was actually... Uh, I don't want to say I got mad at you, but I wasn't happy because I'm jealous about that. <laughs> oh, because mine's from the 70s? I was like, oh, she's got a real B- B-15. Oh, that would be so mm-hmm. freaking cool to have. It just Yeah, I kind of lucked out on that thing. I, I ran into that years and years ago when Atomic Music was in that little tiny house in yes. College Park. Yeah, we remember. It was, it, remember that place? Yep. It was there, and I, I bought that thing for $350 oh before they God. became, you know, hip to have one. Yeah. And uh, now everybody's wanting them and using them in the studio. They're great studio amps. And, they, you know, I, I reminded Atomic not too long ago, and they had that big store now that I bought that from them and the guy remembered yeah. the guy that's still there that owns it and he's like do you want to sell it back to us and I'm like nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just but, that's just amazing that you have and you got such a great deal on it and yeah well the new ones sound great too I mean I just I love Ampeg I just I always have yeah I'm know. with you I'm a fender through an Ampeg I, I have the yeah. P and jazz through an amp. You can't go wrong with that. So nope. 
That's nope. why we have Dino on the show. We every gotta once have bass love on this show. Bass love is important. Bass love. We don't yeah. have enough of it. Right. <laughs> so cool. Well, now now it's official. We went through Catherine's gear rundown. <laughs> now it's a guitar show. Right. Yeah, there you go. Sorry, I popped too many ollies tonight, all right? <laughs> so so we're going to wrap it up. We're going to do the best gig, worst gig with Catherine, answering the questions. So, Catherine, your time's playing in bands. What's been your best gig and what's been your worst gig? Ooh, my best gig was... I guess it was last summer now in Livorno, Italy. I was on tour with my surf band and we played Surfer Joe Festival for thousands of people and it was uh, streamed live over Facebook and there were people from literally all over the world there that loved that band and um, that was probably my best show. It was it was fantastic. It was it, it was outside, it was on the Mediterranean Sea, it was it was just it was beautiful. Wow! Wow! That's yeah. awesome. It was yeah. Un- it was it was just a fantastic show. We have never had an answer like that. Yeah, <laughs> I bet that's your best best show. <laughs> I mean, that just I wasn't expecting. I was like, oh, we were at you know Solomon's and there were like forty two people showed up. It was great. <laughs> She's on the Mediterranean in Italy. <laughs> like, no, that would have been my best show. <laughs> how did the how did, how did the bass clear customs? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Lord, that's awesome. Yeah, man. do you rent gear when you get over there, or you just what do you do? Uh, we well, we brought our instruments, but um, right. yeah, the 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 back line was all provided so, for go. the whole because the festival is like. Uh, <laughs> I think it's like four days Thursday, Friday, Saturday Yeah, four day festival Of just bands For hours So we were were headlining on Saturday night So it was great Yeah, it was really, really great Let me ask you Like what The worst gig? Ooh Oh, okay Gotcha Do you really want to know the worst gig? (laughs) Of course Of course You know what? You know what? I think that Dave Cornwall didn't you? Wasn't Dave on your show? Yeah, yeah. he already yeah. answered his question. <laughs> his worst, his worst gig was the same worst gig as mine. Okay, well, refresh our memories. It was down. It was like some benefit, Hogs um, for Heroes thing down at Solomon's in the middle of the summer. Right, right. Do you remember? Do you, he said this was. A, he, I remember he said you guys I knew driving down there it was either going to be a fantastic show or I was going to sell off my camera <laughs> I, do, I do remember that now it was the worst <laughs> show ever it was about 300 degrees outside Ugh. it was in a parking lot there was no one there the other bands were assholes it, nobody watched us it was, it was a nightmare and you guys weren't undercover. No, it was just sun blasting, right? Just sun, oh. and nobody, just nobody into it. Nobody showed up, and it, not even just the, the event itself. Just no one showed up. And um, you know, you're out there playing rock and roll in 300 degree heat with a drummer that you weren't even happy with at the time. <laughs> we had like five drummers in that band. I can't remember, I but it, it was it was the worst show I've ever played. 
Well, we hear that loud and clear. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank it, you for sharing. There have been others, but that one was pretty bad. Yeah. Right. Well, thanks for sharing that with us. We appreciate that. So, yeah. so you tour a lot internationally then? Um, that was my first time. Uh, I toured internationally with, with, with that surf band uh, last summer. We did a, a, we did a really packed tour from Italy. We did some shows in Italy. We went to Switzerland, Germany, Amsterdam, and France. Nice. <laughs> yeah. You got to see it was, all. It was really fun. Yeah. Bet you Amsterdam was great. I've done a lot of touring in the States with that same band as well, but um, that that's the only time I've been to Europe with yeah. a band. Well, I have a I have a side question with that real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. So when you when you're decide you know you decide to go international out of country, do you really how long do you spend deciding which instrument you're going to take in case something does go wrong with your? Do you do you say well I'm leaving this one at home because if something happens to this I would I'd be upset. I and you take a kind back, of like a I kind of have a signature bass that I've always played with that band. Yeah. Um, that people have, or like they know, know that they associate me with that bass and that band okay. all the time. So uh, there was no question of what instrument I was going to bring. All right. So you just took it and said, "Hey, I'm just going." Yeah, it's this surf green, uh, beautiful Fender Jazz bass that right. I, I just I love that thing, I, I and it's kind of the base of that band and it's got a pearl pick guard it's just a beautiful yeah. sounding and playing base i guess i'm just a worry worry wart that something would happen oh i am travel, oh i was know. worried to death it would get you lost or, oh we can't find it what do you mean you can't find it right no 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 i didn't check it i, I made sure i brought it on the plane uh, i got you yeah nice. yeah yeah there was there's yeah i know that oh that's that's the worst feeling ever yeah. to yeah, because that's happened to me before with that base. I've gone up and gotten a bitchy person at the gate, and they're like, "No, you can't bring that on. You have to check it." <laughs> I'm like, "But you don't understand," right. <laughs> and no. you know. And they just, right. you're kind of a victim at that point. There's really nothing you can do. But it, okay. I know that's a, that's a sick feeling. It sure <laughs> Am is. I going to open this thing? Or are they going to lose it? Or is the neck going to be broken? Yeah, yep. but. uh I lucked around. out with with that tour. I got to bring it on on the plane awesome. every, everywhere I went. So sounds great. Hey, Dave Barbie, you still awake? I am. Cool. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, this is awesome. No, I just you know I just like saying, hey, Dave Barbie, you still awake? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, you would hear me snoring if I wasn't. Oh my god. This has been a fantastic call tonight. Oh, yeah, by this, the way, I'm having fun. So thank you guys so much for coming on the show tonight. Thanks us- for having us. Yeah, yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate yeah. it. No, we love you, man. We love y'all. Yeah, now, now, Dave, you're qualified for the slot position, so we might want to have you come on in the future to hang out for the first hour. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I want to hopefully get some of this stuff mixed and uh, give you guys a taste of it. There we you go. Oh. We'll work it out. We'll work it out. Right. I'll hit you up bonfire, man. We'll hook Let's it up. do that. Cool. Uh, cool. Well, we're going to get out of here. We wish y'all well. We'll talk soon, and we'll see what happens. What do you think? We'll see you at Rocktoberfest. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks, Have guys. Great, yeah. Have a great Friday. All right. We'll see you. All right. All right. All right. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Later. 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 You got two of them have to hang up.
there it is. It's cool. Yeah, you're not going to get it on a two-way call. No. Boop, boop, boop. I'll copy and paste. I know what you're going to do. Nice. Yeah. But, dude, what a show tonight. Great show. Episode 44. I mean, we just, we're we in the end zone. We just scored. It's touchdown. It's a touchdown. That's it. Riggins came through. That's right. Now yeah. he's just puking all over the place. <laughs> right. <laughs> and thinking about where he's going to go get a drink. That's at right. All right. Yeah. 44 coming at you. Episode 44. Southern Mail Guitar Gurus. What a night tonight. We, we started it off with Dave Higgins. Higgy on the beat coming out you. Through the, out of the gate. Right. With all the good 10-ounce, 12-pack sampler, sampler and the, the local news and all the sports. The Chronicle. Get over there and check it out. Right. Then we talk Spoon's Barbecue. Yes, For we the did. meal tonight. <clears throat> Fantastic rib night, shrimp fried rice, the whole nine yards. We're full. I'm happy. You're happy. Spoon's Barbecue, Rosewick, Crossing Shopping Center, La Plata, Maryland. Go check them out. Then we talked to Sean Kirkpatrick for Sean in 60 Seconds. Yes. Excellent topic. Social media. Everybody needs help. We just talked to the guys at Texas. They're, we're going to talk to them. We're going to yeah. see what's up with them and get their input. So we'll just see. Yeah, help them out. We're going to do the community, man. Community help, thing. Yeah, help them out. See what's up. Um, so we had Sean on. Fantastic topic. He's just hitting home runs every week. Great. Um, talked to Bob Moore, Red Skies Morning. Got a little insight to their band, him yeah. and Chris. Started it like they did, so that was cool. Yeah, they did, they're doing great, man. They're they're out there doing it. I like that Chris did the old rope and end technique. Hey, yeah. man, just come on over to learn right. these songs. Yeah. <laughs> band is born. I love it. That's awesome. So we talked to him. <laughs> it was cool. Dude, Island Music, Guitar of the Week. ESP, baby. Yeah, LTD MH400. Even ESP liked the Facebook post today. That's amazing. That boosts me, man. That's uh, really yeah. cool. That I'm shows fine. people are paying attention to what's going on here. Yeah, that's cool. Um, thank you, Island, for that guitar this week to check out on the weekend. And it's a fantastic guitar. And I suggest everybody get down there and check it out, try it out. And, Absolutely. And if you're in the market, man, take it home. It's the newest one out. It's good stuff. Dude, two for Tuesday shout outs. That was always fun. Always. Thank you, guys, everyone. We love you. Yeah, that was real cool to speak. We had a nice list. Great list. Yeah, love these guys, man. It's cool. Dude, we finished up the night. God's Hate <laughs> Texas. Dave Barbie, Catherine Gray, two of the finest Southern Maryland musicians you'll run into. Yeah. Nothing but class acts. They're professional, and they're good people. They are. They are. Um, I had a fun phone call. We had it scheduled for 25 minutes. We went 38 minutes almost. Of course, almost. and we could have went a whole hour We could have, we could have, but we have to <laughs> do, do the bandwidth issues. We yeah. have to cut these. That's the only thing holding us back is bandwidth. Man. Yeah, they're, they're great, man. Check them out, our Oktoberfest. Uh, I've had the pleasure of playing quite a few gigs with these guys, uh, actually three in the last couple months. Class acts. Check them out. Uh, you won't be disappointed. This, and, this is a great interview. And what's cool is Dave Barbie's going to come back on slot position. We're going to play some new tune, new music when they have them ready yes. to go. And we will get that. Here. And that's going to be fun. Yep. And real fun. So, dude, I'm spent, man. I got nothing else but love. And that's it. Any other shout outs you want to do before we get out of here? Uh, no, not at the moment. Uh, nothing I can think of. I'm sorry if I'm going to let anybody down not having any. So I'm just going <laughs> to say good night. And I love everyone. Yeah, man. I'm down too, man. Episode 44. We did it. Rigo scored. <laughs> Good old Rigo, man. Episode 44, Rigo scores. <laughs> That's yeah. right. That's it, man. So I love it's, it. It's Guitar Gurus with Dan and Dan. 
Southern Maryland's number one choice for Music Talk Radio. We see you guys next week.